Send that druid down there, see what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if we remember last time, we have the formation of the Crag Cat crew. Uh, mm-hmm. You had made your way up the southwestern uh, road to Bryn Shander. Um, you had fought off three Crag Cats and had come across a um, some kind of undead creature out in the wilderness that you sprinted away from. Uh, and upon entering the gates, you were taken to the North Look, which is the for- far northern reach of the city. Um, you have housed there, for the, lodged there for the night. I believe you got free drinks? Dead. Okay. So, um, I believe everybody went to sleep and took a long rest. So, it is the next morning. Um, even though it's hard to tell that it is morning, because remember this area is under a cursed spell um, that makes it always seem twilight. Um, so it's still very, very dark out. What is the party doing? I got up early, and I go do some exercises. Okay. So like in your room? Yeah. Okay. So you're doing like jumping jacks or whatever? Yeah, just, just yeah. Okay. Small calisthenics. Okay. So, so just to to remind me, where uh, the places like in like permanent twilight, um, and we're trying to figure out what has stopped the light from uh, you the people well, the, the the witch or whatever is casting this doing this. <clears throat> yeah, some of you know what is causing this. Um, and the townsfolk, I think, have alluded to what's happening. I don't know if you've had time to question everybody, but I think you got some information last time, if I remember. Just um, from the gatekeepers. Yep. Yeah. Um, and remember, they were doing human sacrifices in this city um, mm-hmm. to try to appease uh, the Frost Maiden, as they're calling her. So, can I actually, can we not have gone to sleep? Because I feel like we had our free round of drinks. That's where we left off, and I was—we were gonna start trying to figure out what's going on in the in the tavern. Um, and I would think that there wouldn't be as many people in the morning there as there would be at night. Eating breakfast. Is it like an inn, or is it actually like a tavern as well? Uh, or it's, like it's it's an inn and tavern. Okay. Yep. I can say, can I would say if we could, if I could wake up early and maybe hear if there's any conversation happening at the in the morning for breakfast or something like that. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I believe everybody should have inspiration from last time, or was that the one shot? I can't remember now. I don't remember. I, th- I don't think we have anyone that can inspire here. Oh, but I can give you inspiration for it. Okay, so nothing here. Right. So, Charlie, yeah. uh, just roll me a D, because you're, you're doing your jumping jacks. Roll me a D20. Just the one D20. guidance. Okay. How? You're not in the same there room with him. We shared a bed last night, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so, really touch. A... <laughs> What'd you get? Am I doing guidance or not? Sure, do guidance, if you okay. shared a bed last night. Uh, seven with guidance. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Not off to a good start. First roll of the night. <laughs> so, so you've you've done seven jumping jacks, and then you go. All right, that's enough. I, I just just I trying to get, just trying to get loose. 
Uh, I don't want to get too too into shame. Um, all right, so um, you you poke your are you poking your head outside the door? Uh, I think I'm just gonna go for a walk. Okay. Outside, around, yeah. So you go downstairs. Yeah. Um, the uh, the dining room, uh, or I guess the breakfast area, at this time of day is uh, relatively full. There's about ten to fifteen patrons hanging in there. Um, you see the the barmaid from last night. You also see the the bar owner, the in the tavern owner that you spoke to last night and got free drinks from. Um, he's still behind the bar. Uh, he gives you a nod as you come down the stairs. Oh. I go up to him and I say, what's, what's the best for breakfast? What's your favorite? Uh, he tells you the best that they have is uh, knucklehead trout and sausage. Sign me up. I'll have both. It's knucklehead trout sausage, by the way. It's not... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. both. Sorry. No, he calls it that because he they're, they're poor and they don't have enough. Um, yes. So it's fish sausage. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I guess as the food's preparing, can I ask the... So this is the tavern owner, you said? Yes. That's there? Uh, so, what's been happening around here? Oh, wait. We talked about this. You're going to do Nick Cage, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Early trying to fuck the bartender. Shane was the one that said he was going to do my voice. We'll find out. Podcast. (laughs) We're going to find out. That was for the one shot. That wasn't for this. So you ask, you asking him what what's going on around here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, He responds with telling you that, other than the same old, same old of being cold and dark every day, that's that's what's happening. Um, he does report that there was a, uh, he kind of looks at you and looks around the bar, kind of with like kind of a kind of shit-eating grin to kind of be like, I have some, some knowledge about the town. I heard there was so, a murder last night. Man stabbed to death with an ice knife. All right, I'm there now, too. I, yeah, Oberyn has also woken and come down. Okay. I put, I put my underwear back on, and I follow back down <laughs> with Atreya. Okay. Really? Yeah. Someone, was, someone was stabbed with an ice dagger? He goes, the, the, town, the town speaker won't, won't say, but that's what I heard. Was mm. it part of this, like, sacrifice thing that you guys have to do? No. Uh, so I, I overhear this and say, uh, where did this murder take place? Um, he tells you it was, they found it in Town Square. So it's not really a square, but it's the, if you look at the Bryn Shander map, it's the middle of the map of the opening, just mm-hmm. north of the town hall, just south of Black okay. Iron Blades. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who, who was the, uh, the murder victim? Um, just some some random town villager. It's hard to tell. Everybody's bundled up here, so it's hard to tell who it was. But from what I heard, the patron came in and said that there was a body found. How long ago? When did it happen? Like, do they know how long ago it happened? Uh, they found the body early this morning. It's hard to tell when the murder took place. Everything's frozen up here, so. <clears throat> and then he looks at you again, kind of conspiratorially looks around the room and goes, this is not the first ice knife murder I've heard of. Uh, I'm coming down stairs. I had to polish up my shield okay. and clean my armor. 
on last, I guess, or second to last. Um, and I, I was doing I see... some polishing as well. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, <clears throat> Trey eating his sausage, sitting over his sausage, and I asked the innkeeper, um, "Do you have anything without me in it? Because I'm actually a, a strict vegetarian." He kind of kind of raises his shoulders and kind of oatmeal. He goes, "We have that. We also have just chipped ice if that would also be a, your, to your fancy." Mm. I will uh ignore that the innkeeper's uh chipped ice comment. I'll go for the I'll go for the oatmeal. Right. He he puts in an order for you. So, I want to look around the room uh yep. and see what other patrons might be in the in the tavern. Sure. Um so as you gaze around, you're looking in this room. It is uh, wood beamed. There's a fireplace in the in the center wall. Um, there is a fish mounted on the wall. Large fish has a uh, inscription below it that you can't read from where you are. Um, there are several other animal heads up on the wall as well. Um, crisscross. It kind of looks like a Bugaboo Creek Steakhouse. <laughs> There's crisscross snowshoes up on the wall. Uh, you look around. Hey, Bugaboo Creek in this, this world. <laughs> yeah, this is where it came from. Like we have context for Bugaboo Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the meta game part. Um, okay. You look around. You see that it is like so, several uh, elderly gentlemen sitting at a table. <laughs> look like they're pretty comfortable here. Like maybe this is their normal thing. They're kind of just talking quietly. Uh, there are three frostbitten dwarves. Very, very cold-looking, still with frost on them, sitting at a table, um, kind of trying to warm up at a table. They keep making eye contact in your dire- in your group's direction. Um, and there are just several other patrons in the bar whist- talking to each other. So I'd like to um, to order a round of drinks for the, the dwarves, the, the frostbitten dwarves. Okay. And then arrive over at the table when those drinks are being delivered. Okay. Uh, Do you speak dwarves? I'm probably going to have, like, hot chocolate or something. Jeez. Nope. Nope. These are dwarves. They want booze. <laughs> That's also true. I'm a dwarf, and I speak dwarvish. Do you want me to come? Yes, please. Okay. Um, uh, is it, are we... Is this like a... Do you have a... Is your uh, name a Spanish pronunciation? Is it Rojo? Yes. <laughs> okay. Spanish elf. Okay. Dwarf. Yeah. Spanish dwarf. Um, He's kind of like the Highlander, if that helps. Um, <laughs> I'm the Spaniard. All right, so, so Rojo and I walk over to the table as the drinks are being delivered. Okay. Um, as the drinks are set down in front of the three uh, dwarves, uh, two of them look up and clearly nod to you, understanding what's happening, and then the third who looks up to you uh, speaks to you. Uh, in common, actually, um, and says, "I assume I'm still, I'm still eating at the bar, so I'm just overhearing this. I'm okay. not with them. Uh, I assume you're to thank for for these drinks. Uh, y- yeah, yes, we uh, we saw that uh, perhaps you could use some libations, uh, a little bit of warming up. Uh, so my uh, my friend and I here um, 
wanted to to be able to provide this for you and see if uh, if you could provide us with any information. Uh, it depends on what information you're looking for. Because if, if you're looking for a sled with iron ingots, we have that information. Other than that, not sure what we can help you with. I guess what, what, we, what we would love to hear is your story. Uh, how, how, how do you come to these parts? Okay. Uh, so as you, as you look these three over, um, the one who spoke to you, uh, you could see that uh, her right ear is gone um, and two fingers are missing from frostbite. Um, the other at the table who is kind of just sitting with like a thousand yard stare um, at the table, um, missing multiple fingers and his nose. Um, so you can tell that these dwarves are used to being out in the cold, maybe not prepared for the cold, but out in the cold. Um, the lead dwarf introduces herself and says, my name's Hruna. Um, and she says, we're, sur we're survivors of a group of dwarves tasked with delivering a sled of iron ingots to the city. Um, a Yeti surprised us. Nobody believes us that Yetis are out there, but Yetis are out there, and they killed one of our friends, Ubuk. They tore him limb from limb. In our state, we, can't, we really cannot go back to this. And... Our, our blacksmith shop really needs this, um, needs these ingots. Um, so she goes, we do need somebody to go back and get the sled for us. And she kind of like looks up from her drink kind of curiously at you and being like, maybe that's you. Um, and she says, as payment, we offer each a gemstone worth 50 gold um, and the friendship of dwarves of Icewind Dale. Plus... Mm -hmm. Plus, is that enough? Is that enough? Do I have to add sweet in anything? We're listening. We're li oh, I, yeah, we're li I blew it. I, shouldn't have, I should have just stopped and then found out. Uh, she says, we know um, <clears throat> Black Iron Blades. I'm the cousin of Black Iron, the guy who runs Black Iron Blades. Um, I'm sure I can get you some kind of discount or something in return. Um, how, how far away... Uh, is this sled that you're looking for? It, it's, I'm not going to lie, it is out in the tundra. It is um, north, northeast. Um, you guys don't have any, so I'm not going to give you a map because you don't have a map of the, of the whole area. Um, northeast of the city? It's northeast of the city. Um, she goes, we were, we were sledding some ingots back from Kelvin's Cairn. Um, which is about two days' trek uh, northeast of the city. Um, but to get there, you're going to have to go through either the wilderness or you could head up um, towards, uh, towards one of the other cities, uh, Tourmaline. Wait, can I ask, can I ask a question? Because we did have a, a map of the area when we started. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. You sent it to us. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You do. Uh, hold on. Say, so which way did we enter the city? Like, from what gate did we enter you the city? You from the south. You, you oh. came in through the southwest gate. Oh, okay. Yep. So I'm pretty sure that the northeast goes towards, like, the spine. No. Nope. As I recall the map. No. I don't remember where the map is. Nope. Hold on. Find us south. Hang on. Let me take a picture and send it to you guys. To come here, yeah. Northeast is along the other strip of towns um 
yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to remember in my brain from reading a bunch of these novels and knowing this whole area. I'm trying to block it out. Yeah. Pretending that I know as much as my character knows. Which You're is be like, Drizzt, Drizzt, is he <laughs> yeah. out there? It said Kelvin's Cairn, and I'm like, all right, we got yeah. it. Yeah. This is the one, and this is there, and this is there, and where's this person, and where's this? I don't know any of these people. Yeah. All right, let me, which actually we'll have to talk separately offline because there's something I can actually use your knowledge for in this. All right, hold on. Let me, I just took a picture. Just need to orient it. It will be in the Discord momentarily. So uh, she's offered us uh, a couple of gems that are worth 50 gold. Yeah. 50, 50 per person. Per right? person. Or one gem per person. And the potential for an in at Black Iron uh, Blades. Mm -hmm. And the friendship of Doors of Icewind Dale, which is important to me as a paladin seeking to spread the, uh, or perhaps meet some other uh, dwarves of a similar, similar interest. All right. Ten towns so, there. So am I to understand that it's towards the dwarven valley? Yeah, it, she tells you that. West. So, so she does. She oh, so yep. let's say she remembers and pulls out a map, puts it on the table. <laughs> she goes, "It is, it is closer to the city than the dwarven valley. It, we had just gone out the mouth of the dwarven valley when we were set upon by the yeti." Okay, um, like the, the so southwestern edge of it, or the southwestern. Uh, coming back here. Yeah, yeah. The, if you look at little, the... Those little hills. Yeah, yeah. There's like three little hills. It is just, I would say, to the... Just west of the first... Of the top hill. Okay. Closer so to close Germany. to the road. Closer to the or road. Sort of closer to the road. Towards yeah. Termalane. Um, but you could also just venture out. That's how we got here. And that's Straight usually... Because it's faster to go through. So so it's a, it's a gemstone for each person that's worth 50 gold? Yeah. Okay, so I uh, I would like to use uh, I would like to say well uh, we would be more than happy to to take on this quest for you. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, we find ourselves right now in this strange land um, with not quite enough uh, uh, resources to be able to properly equip ourselves, um, and so I would ask as a as a good faith gesture. Um, that you uh, give us the payment up front, or uh, half the payment up front, uh, to allow us to be able to uh, purchase provisions to be able to take upon this quest for you. Uh, we have you roll persuasion. Cast guidance. Guidance is four, right? Mm -hmm. 22. She says yes. Nice. <laughs> um, so she says that that is fair, um, and so she she uh, offers to take you and, you. and bring you. And you. <laughs> that was Carrie, by the way. <laughs> Who's in the other room? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, to to take you to her cousin, who runs Black Iron Blades, and and settle the bill for you guys. 
would be excellent. Um, so she goes, if there's no time to lose because this is going to be the lightest part of the day. I mean, it's twilight, but when it gets to nighttime, it's legitimate nighttime. So it is still pretty dark during the day here, but there is some semblance of, it's not pure black. So she is kind of in a rush. She's like, are you guys ready to go now? We could go to the store, get what you need. Can we do this first or should we like explore the city more? So right now I feel like we have something that's a reasonable quest for us to take and we're getting some gold and we're getting some provisions, things that we're going to need anyway. We're going to Black Iron Blades. That's one of the places we would go. Um, the only other place that we know about in town is the Shrine of the, the, shrine of the God of the Sun. Um, and so I, I'd say that we go for it. Let's take the quest. How does the party feel? So, uh, so I say, say yes. I say to the, I say, I say to the, uh, the dwarves, uh, can I just have a moment to be able to speak with my, my, my friends and, and fellow travelers, um, and I'll be, I'll be right back. Uh, she says yes, and they all kind of go back to the warm drinks that you, you gave them. Excellent. So then I call the whole party over and I say, hey guys, do you want to do this? What's in it for me? You're, we're getting 50 gold each and we're getting it up, like half of it up front. So that's what's in it for you, Atreyu. Mm -hmm. God, Atreyu. Also the friendship of dwarves, which can be very useful in this, uh, all very hardy people. I usually work To be alone. friends with. Fine, I'll follow you guys. Rojo, how do you feel about this, Bob? I will follow you into the dark. So you tell me where we're going. Has Arcus come down yet? Like, I feel like Arcus is not here. No. It's, it's hibernating. This 100% makes sense for Ross's character. <laughs> He's going to be holding a bedsheet over his crotch. <laughs> Wait, didn't they not want to let I, him in the hotel? Didn't they no, say no, he had no. to sleep outside? No, no he, he got in. He got in. Yeah. So, Ross, what are you saying? I, 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 I go up to his room and I slap his butt and say, get up. Let's go. Uh, well, that can't happen because Arcus has actually been sitting at the bar the entire time as a human oh. with pants on. There we go. <laughs> Unhappily with pants on. Arcus, are you cool with going on this? Arcus nods his head. Okay. That's all you get out of him. Um, and goes back to his beer. All right, so I turn back to Fruna and I say... We, we would love to undertake this quest with you and would love to have you take us to the Black Iron Blades. Okay. Um, so as the, the party, because do any of you have like cold weather gear? Probably not. Uh, let me see. Definitely not. Okay. I don't. So, so. He has, you have fur. Like I have outerwear. You have outerwear, which is not cold weather gear. So like you floating. you would have been pretty cold coming in, and you're realizing now, like when you came up the southwestern trail, that you're like, uh, we are not well prepared to be out in this weather long term. Yeah, I need something. So um, she takes you, she heads down south, down whatever that, we'll call it, Black Iron Avenue, um, and she heads south towards uh, Black Iron Blades. Uh, on her way there, um, she's ecstatic that you are helping you've been super nice so far um and so she kind of mumbles on about how her her cousin 
uh, runs this place, and he's terrible at running it. Um, and so she goes, just, and this is not for him to know, so please do not say this. She kind of feels a kinship with you, uh, Olberin. Um, her cousin's name is Garn, and she says that with this latest shipment, she's going to be able to take ownership of Black Iron Blades. Because right now in the town of Bryn Chander, Black Iron Blades is kind of a joke. Um, she says that the, the main joke was when you hear about an adventurer dying out in the wilderness, it is generally, and he was carrying a Black Iron Blade to boot. So she says he does not care about the quality of his weaponry. Um, his outerwear stuff is fine. His clothing is fine because he doesn't make that. But he is terrible at this. And so she goes, I would love to take this business from him. So a little more incentive. Um, <laughs> all right. So you get to Black Iron Blades. And uh, this very beefy shield dwarf approaches and introduces himself as Garn the Hammer. And he goes, I manufacture the cheapest blades in Bryn Shander. Hmm. I think our how are your how are your uh, how are your cold weather clothing provisions? Oh, we have plenty of those. We need to have those around here. Uh, what's the quality of those? Would you say? Uh very fine. My uh, my sister Elza makes them. Can we do an inside check on that? Are you telling the truth? Sure, yeah. What do I, what do I roll for that? Uh, just wisdom, I think. Wisdom. Okay. I could be wrong. No, it's a wisdom. Does it also, also create quick insight. Uh, yeah. castles? What? Uh, <laughs> does Elsa I... also create ice castles? Elza. 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 I'm not definitely... Uh, so two for two, I rolled a six with guidance. With guidance? <laughs> um, so uh, you're like, sure, this guy's telling the truth. Can I do an insight check? Uh, sure. I, I have a plus five. Um, so I cast guidance on myself. Okay. Uh, uh, 13 plus five, 18 plus two, 20. Okay. Um, so you are able to tell that he is telling the truth about his sister. Um, and he has no ill will or intent, uh, ulterior motive behind it. Um, can I just do a quick ask him to say, uh, if you make the cheapest blades in town, who makes the finest blades in town? And then he kind of gives a pretty hearty laugh, and he goes, well, that's the thing. I'm it. So I can charge whatever prices for... Oh, and he kind of stops and goes, I can charge reasonable prices for fine quality. So uh, I, I'm going to ask, what do you have in the way of any type of special daggers with special abilities or anything like that? Don't we all need winter coats? Like, isn't that... I'll take the winter gear. I'll take one winter gear. Winter gear That's in a second. Exciting. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, this this place has pretty basic weaponry. You're not going to find anything special here. No magic. Oh. No, no, nothing magic. This is a pretty Just... impoverished uh, like region. Um, even Bryn Shander, the 
the biggest in the area. It's been years of this kind of like perpetual nighttime. So things have slowed tremendously. All right. So uh, how much to be able to outfit our entire crew with... uh with winter gear he goes well it depends on what you're looking for he goes we have cold weather gear we have snowshoes we have rations we have health potions ice picks we could have some dog sleds um and i've heard uh i could get a couple x beaks here for you to ride yeah i assume or to carry your your provisions hmm. uh what about the clothing for now let's let's start with the clothing it depends on how much you're willing to spend uh, so each of you have what twenty five? Is that correct? No. Gold. I don't know. Well, we have no. more. Don't we? Uh, have I have one hundred and eleven. That what? cannot be true. Yeah, I, I did those. Gave yourself one hundred eleven. Right, because oh. you can only pick gold or equipment. Well, we start with ten, I think. I started with fifteen. But okay. I'm pretty sure it's either the, ten or fifteen. Yeah. I followed whatever the the rule book said. It said to roll the dice for how much gold you start off with. Oh yeah, Charlie also has platinum. Uh, just so you know, <laughs> he's got a bunch of money. Charlie, maybe I mean uh, Charlie, you get get buying our clothes here. <laughs> I'm not spending a I'm not spending a copper over here. <laughs> so uh, Garn shows you around the shop uh, along with Ahruna. And Elza, they kind of point out the things. Cold weather gear, by the way, they sell it as a set. Um, it's a heavy fur coat with a hat or a hood. You get to choose. Goggles, boots, and gloves, all fur-lined. That's going to set you back 10 gold. Um, snowshoes. Snowshoes going to be 2 gold. Any any other interests? Are you, transportation, maybe. Um, can do the snow boots fit my clawed feet? Um, if you will pay an extra, um, you say snowshoes or the boots? The boots. Okay. If you're willing to pay an extra five gold, Elza can tailor them for you. So I, I, I would go to, I would look at Elza and I would say, Elza, so we're, we're looking at, um, uh, 12 gold per party member to have them completely outfitted. That, of course, includes uh, Pearl's tailored shoes, naturally. Uh, Wait, are you, hold on. Us, that would also give us uh, snowshoes as well for each one of our, uh, each one of our party members. Um, and so if we're looking at that and we're saying that we're looking at about 72 gold for the entire group, I mean, that's an awful lot of gold uh, that we're giving you right now. And on top of all of that, we can let everyone know how we were properly outfitted, uh, by your establishment. We can kind of sing your praises. And, um, I really think that that probably, if we just call it 50 gold for the entire group, I feel like that's probably a fair deal. 50 gold. Yeah. 50 gold. <laughs> uh, that type of advertising, that type of, uh, uh, singing your praises and letting everyone know this You're, seems like a fair deal you are definitely going to need to make a persuasion check and I mean make you do it with disadvantage because this is the only outfitter in the region that you can hit right now <laughs> I cast guidance thank you but guidance is not disadvantage right? no so you're going to take whatever is the lowest of the d20 then add whatever you get for the d4 alright first I'm going to do the d4 just so that I can know what I'm getting there 
Makes yourself feel better. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get three to that. Okay. Good. All right. 18. Oh, snap. Jesus. One. So, nice. nice. I, got, I got an 18, so 21. Yep. Fuck you. Bad. So, <laughs> Elsa goes, hmm, hmm. This is, this, I can like this. I like this plan. This is a good idea. We do need some more word of mouth being the only outfitter in the area. Definitely <laughs> need more advertising. So, yes, you can have all of this for 50 gold. All right. Excellent. So, that, that still gives us, so, uh, so for 50 gold, I don't know. I guess since uh, since a Eric can't uh, write down his gold, I'll I'll spend my gold. Everyone else add twenty five gold to your um, to your purse, and then we've paid up. Okay, um, Elsa, do you? Yeah. Uh, are you looking to buy items right now too? Are you talking to the shopkeeps? Uh, yes, I have um, some scale male medium armor that I don't need. Um, I'm wondering if you'd want to purchase it for me. Uh, yes. What were you thinking for pricing? Well, retail it goes for 50, um, so I'd like to be somewhere in that ballpark. Hmm. This poor little mom I, I don't know if shop Oberyn is... can convince you to give me at least market value. Um, let's see. I'm going to make just a... They're going to investigate the, the armor. Okay. Okay. Um, and they rolled very poorly. Um, they look at it and they go, Ooh, this is the greatest scale armor that we have seen. There's barely a dent in it. Um, and they, they end up paying you the 50 gold. They'll be like, fair's fair. <clears throat> Bunch cool. of fucking rubes, man. So I'm going to remove that from my inventory. So we're just adding winter gear to our inventory? Yeah. Which, again, is... I don't know if it how it breaks it down on D&D Beyond, but that gets you heavy fur coat, hat or hood, goggles, boots, and gloves. Can, I just added the and cold snowshoes. weather clothing. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. And, um, and snowshoes. Um, Garn does ask if you are interested in purchasing any kind of uh, transportation otherwise. How much is the dog sled? Um, an empty sled just alone is going to set you back 20 gold. Um, and then for one sled dog, they're about 50 gold each. I mean, could Arcus pull the sled? Uh, Arcus is just a dude right now. Arcus can be more than that. Uh, only occasionally now. There are penalties, yeah. There's a cost associated with it. I don't know. How, how, do, how does the group feel? Is, I, I feel like we can march our is, way through. Is, uh, is Runa still here? She is. Hruna, how, uh, I mean, how, how long is this, how long is this journey on foot with snowshoes? 
Um, with snowshoes, it's going to take you, with good weather, it's going to take you drastically shorter now that you have snowshoes. Um, I would say it took us about two, two to three hours, but that was a blizzard. Right now, it's pretty calm outside. So I would, I would have that maybe an hour and a half. One way? One way. Oh. I say, I say we, we snowshoe it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, though. Uh, Fruna, the, the sled that's there, the ingots, how difficult would that be for us to bring back if we don't have any sled dogs or anything like that? It's on a sled, and the three of us are, were able to pull it. Um, it's heavy. There's like 300 ingots on there, and they weigh about uh, two pounds a piece. Um, so we were able to do it, but that, that's what was taking us so long. That's why if you're pulling a full sled, it takes closer to probably a day um, to come all the way from Kelvin's Carn to town. Um, but once we got scared by the Yeti and ran back, it only took us a couple hours to run back here because we were free of weight. Good point, Melbourne. So, so should we perhaps just grab a couple sled dogs? And I mean, that, that would Which we have? Huh? Those are 50, 50 apiece? Yeah, 50 apiece. That's the rest of our, our upfront gold. We'd end up with, or close to, I guess we'd have to chip in a little bit, but one sled dog. Well, I got rid of my platinum because apparently I can't have it. So I have 80 gold pieces now. <laughs> um, they do tell you that the uh, one one sled dog can pull about 360 pounds. How much? 360 pounds. <clears throat> so. Yeah, let's get a sled and two dogs. Let's do it. We already have a Well, you're going to find a sled. We just bring the, the sled, sled there. Dog. Yeah, Fruna yeah. tells you that oh. there's a sled out there. Oh, yeah, so just two dogs. And uh, can we get, uh, do they come with, like, like we're talking like harnesses? Do they come with the harnesses or is that? Uh, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're sled dogs, so we'll give you the equipment to hook them up okay. to the sled. Plus, and you said, you said, uh, you said 50 for the, the sled dogs? 50 each. 50 each. What, what are we basing that price on? It seems a little bit steep. Uh, to be going 50 each for a sled dog, I would think that, that 30 would be a more reasonable cost. <laughs> I, I hate this so much. Uh, um, Hagler. No, Hagler. no, no. She says this, this is fair market value. Much like I gave your friend with his scale armor, a sled dog in this region fetches a very fair price here. This is could not gouging. Could we rent the sled dogs instead for 20 apiece? We'll give them back to you at the end of this journey. Uh, we only want them for this one particular thing. You say we're helping out your family here. Come on. But You're getting Ignis. I mean, like, it's coming to you. What What if they die? Um, okay. So uh, we can have a contingency cost on it. If they die, that we pay the full Pay the rest. Yeah. So you're going to rent them for 20 each. Yep. And then pay the, the other 30 each if they die yes <laughs> rush you know you're saying this to, to the group right 
You could just speak those words to me. He lives in the slums. <laughs> He's a bear. He lives in the slums. I don't give. I don't. What did everybody else get? Like ten or fifteen gold to I start. Started with ten. I got ten. Uh, ten. So give yourself ten, Ross. I don't care. I'm gonna be. Can honest. I get rid of? Can, should I get rid of some of mine? I swear to God, I read the rule book and it told me to roll the dice and times it by a certain amount, and that's what you start with gold. Sure. Like, here's the thing. I know. The I amount of times that. that I have played this, money has become something that is like pretty useless in this game. I feel. Oh. All right. I don't. I'll do. I'll start with fifty. How about sure. that? Is that fine? Sure. Are you like some sort of fallen god guy anyway, or whatever fallen angel. Who knows I'm rich. I come from a yeah. rich. That's fine. Yeah. Keep your money. Don't change it. Just keep All it. Right. I'm fine with that. <clears throat> All right. Um. Okay. So they, they is paying for all of them too, by the way. I'm paying for one of the twenty. I'll do one twenty. Atreus, come on. Man. For an angel, he's pretty cheap. Remember, you got twenty-five gold, man. I did. I already added it. Oh, that's that's including your eighty. <laughs> yeah, I went down the or whatever it was. I got rid of the platinum, and that's what I went down to. Hey, Atreus. Don't forget, hmm. I bought your cold gear and just made it cheaper for you. So can you just go ahead and cover yeah, 40? Yeah, I'll cover it. It was the solid, right? Hey guys, this is this is how we ended up getting through 15% last time. Like, we just sit and talk. But this is the right. game. I paid, this is what's... I love this stuff. I paid, I paid it. I paid the 40. All right. All right. So if they die, you have to cover the rest. I don't have enough money to cover the rest. We'll talk about it when we get back. Of course. Yeah, hopefully we find some gold on the way. Um, <laughs> Elsie overhears this and is like, uh-oh. <laughs> so we got we got good weather. We got sled dogs yep. to take with us. Not yet sled dogs. Who's going to be dogs. the uh, dog responsible, like to hold them and walk them and hey, make, Eric. Them, make them go pee-pee-poo-poo? Oh, yes. Very hey, good. Eric is going to. He's a druid. He, <laughs> can, <laughs> he can speak to animals. He's, so. he's a druid, yeah, yeah. That's true. Animal yeah. handling. Yeah. Yep. Eric just silently this whole time steps out and there. just goes outside and hand, goes and gets the dogs. Bear could talk to him. It's <coughs> true. Um, you mentioned healing potions. How many of those do you have and how much are they? Um, we have about six in stock. Um, we just have the basic health potion and those are 50 gold each. Oh, well, I don't have enough now. I'll, take my I'll give you 90 for three. <laughs> um, I'm gonna need you to roll. This is, I guess, persuasion at this point. I, I feel I'll do like intimidation. There's stat. That. I'm Are plus you trying to intimidate? Let's go. <laughs> can I, can I ask? Over, this guy can I ask Alderin to try to persuade you? Is that an option? I'll put up the money. I just need Alderin if you can convince this guy to give us three health potions for ninety bucks. Hey, we'll give you three. Uh... Or we'll give you 90 uh, gold for three health potions. That seems like a fair, fair off. Guidance. Okay. Uh, persuade, persuade me. Okay. I'm going to do guidance first. I always forget. To You're do getting it. less and less. Three. 22. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire right now with Roland. Not on fire. Fuck. I have a plus seven to persuasion. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I do. How do you have a plus seven? Got yes. a plus seven as well, persuasion. Your your wish is my command. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is the most charismatic rogue I've ever seen. Yeah, this is this is. Give me whatever I want. The most, the most wise. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look up races that cannot be persuaded. 
so I, I'm going to take a health potion. I, I want to give one to Arcus because I feel like he's going to be taking damage throughout battles. I don't need one. And then I'm thinking uh, Oberyn for the other one because he has to get up close for his attacks. Yeah, um, okay. so, so one for me, one for Arcus, one for Oberyn. All right, add a health potion each. The ones who you just said. Uh, is it elixir of health? Potion of healing. Yeah, potion yeah. of healing. Yeah. And is it a, is it two d four? I think the basic one is right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's two d four plus two. Plus two. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Does it matter if I add it to my backpack or my equipment? Um, I don't really. I don't think so. I just added it to equipment. I added the cold weather clothing and then the snowshoes. Because shoes. either way, it's not like you have the health potion equipped in hand. It's so either like way, you're like, getting it from somewhere, a pouch or I a backpack. No, I think of it like equipped is like hooked on your belt or something, whereas oh, backpack maybe. is like you got to like take it out instead of like it's right here. Something like that. I, I could like, buy that. Like argument. if you put a weapon in your backpack, then you can't just yep. pull it out. You have, you have to take an action. around for it. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Okay. Um, with my equipment then. Right. So um, we've got our supplies. We've got our dogs. We got. Thank you for uh, your. Thank you for your time. <laughs> we've, uh, yes. Um, thank you. Thank you, Garn. Can and I, uh, Elza and and and, her, and Herna. Can I just ask really quickly of. Uh, I, I don't remember everyone's names. So, uh, what um, what can you tell us about uh, about the area northwest of the city, northeast of the city? Um, it is you're starting to get into slight foothills as you get further away from the city, but otherwise it's pretty open tundra plain, um, pretty flat. Um, and then again, you're going to start to notice the foothills as you get closer to the uh, to the sled. Um, if you remember on the map, there's about three noticeable foothills. It's towards the top, the most northern um, foothill. Alburn, before we leave town, um, do we want to check and see if there is a town crier or speaker that we want to speak to who can give us any more information? I thought they mentioned them in the tavern. Uh, I was wondering about speaking to uh, Markham Southwell. The town sheriff. Okay. Trying to find him. I agree. Um, so, uh, are you asking this to the people in the store right now? Yeah. So I'm going to ask them. Uh, can Can you tell me where I could find uh, Markham Southwell? Um, if If he's not at the tavern, um, you're going to find him closer to kind of uh, traipsing around town hall area. He He has his soldiers do loops of the city. He generally tends to stay in the center of the, the city in case any ma anything major happens. He might might be investigating from what I heard, some kind of murder last night. Murder? It's a murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I'm gonna, uh, so first I'm gonna say, you know, thank you. Uh, we certainly are gonna sing the praises of uh, Black Iron Blades on and uh, 
and then we're going to exit the the shop. Okay. And then I'm going to turn to the Crag Cat crew and I'm going to say, um, do, do we want to go seek out the sheriff? Um, or do we want to go embark upon this quest? Because I mean, I don't know that he is going to help us with this quest right now. I think that we can do this and then come, we're coming back here anyway. And we can, we can meet up with him then. And this is like a side quest. I agree. <laughs> I think that they, the, these murder or whatever this murder, first of all, we know nothing about it. Second of all, the weather is good. The time is favorable for the trip right now. And I think we should, because it sounds like the weather can get very bad very quickly, mm -hmm. um, which may happen no matter what. So I think we need to take the window that we have. I say we go. So the party's going to head out? I think so. Okay. Should um, we take the... Uh, <clears throat> Look, I, I vote that we take the overland route, the straight route that um, that Haruna mentioned to us, instead of traveling all the way up to the road. Hundred percent agree. I would say with with snowshoes and the dogs, kind of like padding along with you, you could probably make pretty good time. All right. Uh, so the party sets out. Uh, we'll say you go out the east gate of the city. Um, because there's only a few gates here. Um, you are able to, as you go through, you are headed town center. You do see town hall, um, standing on kind of the balcony of town hall is kind of a young, young woman with furs adorned on her, kind of watching you guys as you pass down through town, the town center, uh, towards the east gate, um, you do see, um, as you head out of the town center... Wait, quick question. Does she see us? Yeah, she's watching you. She's watching us. Uh, so I, uh, I give her a quick nod, a <laughs> smile, a little wink. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to have you do a... Guidance. Sex appeal roll? Sex appeal roll, yes. <laughs> I don't... Just let's just do a straight up persuasion, charisma check. Persuasion is the only thing you can have me do there. No, just straight up no. charisma. Just as just as a charisma and, check. What what about athletics? All right, charisma check. All right, so I'm doing. Uh, I've got uh, guidance on it. That's a four on guidance. And charisma, so fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you see that her stony face. Stay stony for the most part, um, but as you keep walking, uh, her cheeks start to redden a little bit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and then she turns and goes back inside Town Hall. So you keep passing by. Um, you do see um, kind of a in the distance as you walk past, you see several of the town guards kind of protecting and cordoning off an area. Um, and you assume that's got to be where the, this murder that people keep talking about happens. Um, and as you continue out towards the East Gate, people kind of have their heads down. They're all in cold weather gear, so it's very hard to see anybody's face. It's hard to tell anybody's race um, as you are walking through the town. Um, it is dark and very, very cold. Um, so you head out the East Gate, and you start trudging north, um, and you are making good time. So what is the, the marching order? 
Uh, I think Arcus oh. is in front. I'll go with Arcus. I'm in front. Yeah, you know, Rojo. Rojo and Arcus are together in front. Okay, well, I'll go behind them. Okay. I'm in the very back. Um, just before we get going, uh, I'm granting uh, a Vigilance Blessing on Arcus. Um, so the next time we have to roll initiative, he has advantage. Okay. Um, who's after Pearl? Uh, I'm after Pearl. All right. Uh, Charlie, where, uh, Atreya, where are you? I'm in the rear. Okay. And then we'll have um, Eric. Actually, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be behind Eric. I'm gonna be behind, Eric will be between me and Pearl. Okay. With the dogs. Are we gonna name the dogs? Yes. Can we name them? What do you want to get you attached because they're not giving them back. Right. We're just renting them. Atreyu, come on, man. Uh, if Atreyu wants it, maybe that's like his personal thing. Maybe you're like, <laughs> sure, I'm not going to name them. Then he's like, but he does it anyway. But that's fudgy. And uh... <laughs> what do you got? Atreyu, maybe just in your head. Maybe they don't want to name them. In your head, what do you want to name them? Uh, I don't. <laughs> put me on the spot. I don't know. Uh, what is me name? How about me Meaty? Me no, Meaty and Beefy. There we go. Do, do I hear this? Do I hear that he's naming the dogs? Charlie, are you saying this out loud or are you... No, it's in my head. In his head. Yep. I'm still going to turn around and say, Atreyu. <laughs> Remember, don't name the damn dogs. Yes. Fine. <laughs> and then in his head he goes, meaty and beefy, meaty and beefy. beefy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope these dogs live. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> devastating if they don't. <laughs> Um, okay. Financially as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm more concerned about that. I'm, I'm fully invested in these dogs. Come on. I will persuade them to let it go. <clears throat> let it go. I don't think that they, they were worried about. All right. I am going to put in the chat. Um, nope. Not invite. Yeah. I have the old map open right now. Can you just update that one or you nope. have to start a new one? I, I made a new one. Oh. Uh, and the smartest thing I ever figured out was taking pictures of the pro the provided maps in the books and then stretching them out over the grid instead of trying to recreate them mm. with color blocks. Yes. Map making is the most kind of annoying. It took, like, I have spent hours on doing stupid maps mm -hmm. that are just a field, and then you're like, oh, this is worth it for three minutes. Yep, no, it's true. I use um, uh, the Google the Jamboard. Jamboard's a good one, too, yep. And the only, the tedious thing is the making of the tokens and the copying them and placing them. Yep. Um, but other than that. I do, when we get back to the one shot, I don't want to give too much away, but I have a jam board for you guys for that one. Nice. Taking it up a notch, graphically. Why is Oberyn in the back here? Uh, I, I haven't moved you guys into what your marching order was. I just, when I made this map, this is where I just put you. As you notice, there's no dogs there. I'm going to have to move it over to my tablet. Hold on. Um, only uh, Atreyu can see the parentheses names of the dogs. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that everybody else is just like dog one and dog two, but in his head, he's... Hey, Ken. Yeah. 
just something I want to tell you about my character. Yep. Um, I have a plus five perception, and I have three hundred foot dark vision. So yeah, I noticed that. Like that's like one hundred percent bullshit. But that's at fine. Three hundred feet. Wow. It's something my divine deity gives to me as I worship a uh, a god of darkness. He gives me three hundred foot dark vision. So, and again, something... plus five perception. So if anything starts coming at us, let me know. I love that or the way don't. that all of us play different games is going to piss off Ken so much because he doesn't get, like, my persuasion, Josh's, whatever the dark vision piece is. 300 feet. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> issue is, and it's not even the way I play, it's just, like, if you guys figure out that it's, like, I like to play this way, and then it becomes game-breaking, it just becomes much more work for me to try to outpace <laughs> you. We're now is, like, is your, uh, we're now it's going to be all like homunculi that run all of the shops from now on who cannot be persuaded. <laughs> Little imps. Uh, yeah. Also, also, Jason, uh, once per long rest, I can grant that 300 foot long vision ability to three people in the party other than myself. Is that an actual thing or did you just make this up? I, <laughs> no, it's the, the, the Twilight, the twilight domain. domain. That's, all right. Yeah. So then you get to feet. see. So technically, I mean, all of you can see this, but Rojo, you get to see... Hey, further. guys, I see a dwarf corpse over there. Oh, shit. Well, remember, Nothing if bad. you remember, he this said is... There was, he said there was one that was dead that died. Yeah. Um, Pretty what, close. Though. What's his face? Oh, meaty, beefy. <laughs> uh, Let's go check out the body. Rojo, you are the only one that can see, like, this far. Like way up wow, ahead. Wow, I can see really far. Like up here. Okay. I know that's probably what about three hundred feet, but uh, that is a good they, question. Is that the cart? I is that the cart? No, I forget what I did with that. Uh, Rojo, what do you see? What do you see? I see a, a dead dwarf. I'm gonna go check it out. Okay. Okay. Approach. Anyone feeling a bit sixth sense about this? Everybody, come with me. Yep. I'm here. I'm on your uh, your, your nine o'clock. Oh, I know what those are. I remember now. <laughs> I made this like two, like a week and a half ago, so I was like, I'll remember. Nope. Um, so Terry, one square is five feet. Sh sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I play pretty fast and loose with that because like the yeah, sizes okay. of these things don't annoying. fully make sense. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay back like this. I'm gonna keep a lookout around. Um. So this is definitely the dwarf that uh, Hruna and her friends were talking, or Hruna was talking about. Um, this body is torn to shreds. Um, vicious, vicious violence and attack. Um, Rojo, you can see up ahead um, that there are depressions in the, the snow. Is there any gear left on him, or he's just like a shredded... Naked body. There is nothing of value left on him, which, uh, looking at him, you're like, uh, that's weird that a Yeti tore him to shreds. He has, like, nothing on him. Mm. So do you guys want to go looking for the Yetis and follow the foot impressions, or just go right for the cart? I think we should go for the cart. The Yeti's going to find us, or whatever it is is going to find us. I hate so. Is there Can a... We stealth? Can we stealth? Long, uh, so how far are we from the town right now? Um, you have traveled uh, just over an hour 
in clear so weather with so nothing finding you. Relatively close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there any? Do we see any trail of blood or anything leading away from whatever tore this tore this tour club? Is um, there anything leading away from them that we can still see? Yes. So, um, if you look around, um, uh, his head is missing. Um, and from where the neck should be, uh, there is a trail that heads off uh, to the north, the se- severe north of you. Straight north. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but there are no footprints, so you're not sure if there, if you remember, Haruna had said that there was a storm here, so that could have been covered mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. uh, And even the blood kind of trickles away quickly away from the body. Hey, so I'd like to go stealth right now. Yeah, I said stealth, yeah. Okay. Okay, but, like, is the whole, okay, but like the whole party isn't going to go stealth, right? No, yeah. You're just going visible. Uh, don't want it to be me who gets uh, attacked. <laughs> That's what happened last time, okay? So, how about, so, so you go check out, you go up ahead. And, I'm uh, going to be stealth. You go up ahead right. and check out what Rojo saw in stealth then. Holborn, go up ahead, check it out. Can, can, do I need to roll, Ken? Yeah, for stealth? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I cast okay. guidance. Uh, where are you trying to? What are you trying to do? Oh no! Just know. as we walk to wherever we're about to walk, I'm going to be stealth. We're all together. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're all together, and also I have a major disadvantage on stealth. We're all up. It's all in the open, right? So there's, there's no so there's there's no cover. And I got attacked. There's no cover, right? We're in the open. There's so, no trees. Anything you could die behind. So Olburn, why don't you just move your character to the center? Like, in front of Eric. Because I don't want to have him be out in the middle. I got a Treo behind me. It's fine. Okay. Can we just... Let's go find the cart. I just just like the idea is everybody else is just walking normally, and you're just like... You're crouched. (laughs) Yeah. I got... I got bit by a crag cat last time. He (laughs) held me in his mouth without my permission. It was all up in your business. Well, yeah, last time you did just run ahead on your own without any other precautions. So yeah, I guess ringing I your bell. had something to do with it. Yes. Where's your bell, by the way? Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, no, no. The bell's still there, but right now I'm thinking better. <laughs> he sees this blood everywhere, and you've just taken a piece of cloth and Slips wrapped it the ringer in the middle, and you're like, shh. All right, um, can I have Rojo, can you make a wisdom, uh, a survival check for me? Okay, I'm casting guidance. Okay. Survival? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a seven, but I have a plus five on survival, so that's a 12. And then with guidance, that's 15. All right. Um, So looking ahead, beyond the body, you see these depressions ahead of you, um, and you're the only one that can recognize them right now, but these gray blotches... um, you can see that there's about a half dozen small humanoid uh, snowshoe depressions is what you can guess. Um, but you're not... It, they seem fairly recent, that they've been here pretty recently. Okay. So there's six of them? Is that like... That's what you're getting from... Three, right, but that's like three people? Like each depression is one foot? or uh, That's what you can tell. Uh, so, guys, there's three Yetis that left this place, or something with, that has two feet, and it went that way. Uh, uh, I don't think we want to go that way. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It was someone wearing snowshoes. Sorry. 
Where, where are we supposed to be? Like, where is the cart general direction? Hey guys, I don't think the Yetis are the only threat out here. I think that there's other people because there's where is, no footed. Where is people. the cart? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Um, yeah. So along with his, uh, with that, you are able to start to see the the basic um, impression of a path. So it does look due east from your position, headed where wherever the footsteps are going. So I, I would say, can we go to the left? Can we go left or right and try to flank these bitches? You mean like north or south and swing around? Yeah, you, I, that's wholly up to you. So I would say, I mean, obviously. The dwarf, the corpse we found has nothing on him. Yeah. Um, so somebody took it. Somebody took whatever he had. So I would assume. I feel like we should get eyes on them before they get eyes on us. I'm less concerned about the Yeti right now. I'm more concerned about uh, these scavengers or whoever these are, these people. Can somebody mm-hmm. get the dogs off of the corpses, please? That's <laughs> Eric, come on, Eric. Come on. Eric rolls animal handling and moves them easily off, the, off of them. <laughs> Uh, Jason, so what is the party uh, doing? Unrelated, but I just want to let you know that when I get to level six, my deity lets me fly if it's dark outside. Ooh. Like levitating? Like flying? Like you get flight. a play game flying speed. I would like, like fly. I would also like to point out that this situation, this uh, source book has rules for that, by the way. <laughs> they were like, just in case anybody's it's like, hey, it's time. dark all the time, I'm going to fly all the time. They're like, oh, we know. I don't think so. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's follow the path. Let's just, let's, let's do our thing. Let's say the stealthy. normal thing and follow. <laughs> <laughs> From stealth to charging in. in uh, yeah, seconds. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, on. you could as a party, if you want to be stealthy, you could, up? You could split technically up? split and be stealthy. Because, yeah. like, there's a difference between trudging through snow and making loud noises um, or separating and walking slowly, trying to see what you can see. So, like, All right, who in the group can be stealthy? Not me. Not me. Ken has told me many times, don't split up your group. So, I just, I want to throw that out there for people. No, 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 but, like, but we can have the stealthy group be, like, like further in the back. Like, just yeah. behind. I'll be in the group in the back. How about that? Someone want to go with me? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm stealthy, so I can. Do okay, that. all right. There we go. We split it. And Eric will be with us too in the back. All right. Did you move yourselves? I'm already in the back, so. No, but did you move your tokens to separate? Um, Marcus is going. <laughs> He's already gone. He's going. <laughs> He's charging ahead. There, hold on. I'm trying to find something. The dogs are following him. Uh, <laughs> They smell blood. They all three of them smell blood. They want to go for it. All I can think about is the gold. All right. Um, okay. So as the as the um, party and Arcus drives forward, did anybody else move their characters? Uh, yeah. uh, how far? You're not in I'll combat, go. so I don't care about like how far you want to move. Can I say like I could stay within fifty feet or? Uh, we're gonna stay within like twenty feet. Well, my attacks can be one hundred and twenty feet, so I can stay pretty far back. Sure. Right, but we won't be able to see them. I can still see them. How far can you see? Where can you check that out? How far you can see? Well, 
Well, that's that's depending on the conditions. So it's clear. It's, can, do you have dark vision? I do. Okay, so you have sixty foot dark vision. All right, I'll stay within so, sixty feet of them then. It is dark out, um, and a, a dense fog is starting to roll in. Does that affect dark vision? It, it affects all vision. Oh. Why aren't I in front? Like, am I in front? Because people moved. You can move yourself on the. Thing. Move yourself, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to no, move. No, but like you guys. everyone just keeps talking in the abstract about like walking order. Like, what? Where am I in that order? Oh, I see. Uh, you want to know what formation you're in? <laughs> and I also don't fully understand like which direction we're going. Are we going? You're moving east, east. right? We're going east. east. Yeah. Due east. Okay. Okay. We're following the path, car yeah, path, whatever. Yeah, do we have uh, people that don't have dark vision? Uh, I think two people don't. Yeah, there are two I don't know that I have me. dark vision in this one. I don't I think, think you I, do. You do, right? Uh, Arcus does not. And he's in the front. I'm a goddamn bear. You're, you're a person. He has I, blood vision. You can see. I, have, I have bear eyes. Yeah. So I feel like, Ross, we're going to have to go through another revision of yours. <laughs> Because, like, I think there is a way to get... We may just have to say that you're a bear in full form and just use whatever stats are human, but you're just a bear the whole time. Because I think that's really what you want. Because there should be a way to do that, and if for some reason D&D Beyond does not allow you to do that, if we were to do this in person, we could kind of make up the stat sheet as we wanted to. Well, I, as I said, I thought this was fucking Narnia, so it's like... You can do all of these things, but oh, you can't. You, you can't have that. So you can't have can't denied. Have denied. We could, if we want, if we just want to roll with a homebrew character right now. Is le legitimate? No, no. Legitimately, you are a bear. Sure. An upright humanoid bear. All of your stats stay the same, but you also have the ability to use claws and teeth. Nice. I like it. Okay. Okay. So you're not a person anymore, and you your dick's out. Whatever you want. Oh. <laughs> so I left my pants. Oh, you're a fucking. <laughs> That's tripod. up to you. That's up to you. Give, give him his Hulk pants, please. <laughs> That's that is up to him. I'm not going to force I people. I haven't seen anything pants. like that in my days. So I am. I'm. Uh, I'm quite shield. I got my shield on my back, and I've lit my torch. Okay. So I'm carrying my torch in one hand. Oh, I have a torch too. All right, so Arcus and uh, Rojo are in the front. Perlanthar is close behind. Well, I got behind. my I got my torch there, so uh, Arcus. You guys want me to ring my bell? Oh, please. I forgot about the bell. Jesus, <laughs> please don't do it. Okay. So, like, how with this fog, he has his torch lit. I can see how far away can I see the torch? Uh, the torch is helping. Twenty torch is twenty feet radius, yeah. I believe. It is. All right, so it is dense fog, but it's not like it's like you can still see. Um, yeah. So, and as you look down, Rojo and Arcus and Perlanthar, um, you can see in front of you, you're starting to pick up a trail through the snow. The, the uh, gray skids are trail of a sled, by the way. That's what I was trying to get across. I don't know if it works, but... Mm, I see. <laughs> I'm going to stay within 20 feet of them. I so, guess. you them. keep moving forward. So, it appears that um, the sled is going away from us. It is. Or has been pulled away from us by someone who's not the dwarves. So, uh, yeah. Okay. How many goes? I'll keep, keep up here with... Uh... So, the group... Uh, I don't even need a stealth check. I know you guys are trying to be 
according to Ulbern trying to be quiet. Uh, so in your slower movements, um, you do hear the crunching of lots of feet up ahead um, and a sled being pulled through the crunchy snow. Um, the dense fog is still here and persistent, um, and there is a, there is snow starting to fall, a light snow that's mixing in with the dense fog. Hey, guys, okay. hear me out for just a second. <laughs> Let's ring the bell. Okay, we'll all go to the off the road. We'll go off the road. You ring the bell, bring them back to us, and we'll surprise attack them. We're just surprise attack. Let's just ring the bell. You be the bait. You be the bait. I'm with that plan. Okay, fine. That is a good idea, actually. I'm. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm okay. Are you ringing a bell? Checking this. I'm going up front. I am ringing my bell right now. So I'm gonna go off. I'm going south. Yeah, I was gonna go north, but I'll go south. Yeah. Okay, how many how many rings are you doing? Um, four. Four? I'm I'm okay. also shielding my torch so as to not have it show up through the fog, like turning my body. Gotcha. Uh, my and body actually, as I ring my bell, okay, it's going north. I, I'm gonna say, uh, "Ahoy oh, there! We we seem to have we seem to have lost our way." Okay. Um. The the slow marching noise that you heard previously halts silence takes over no response I can't ring it again why is okay i am now going to stealth um they already know you're there nope but i'm gonna still stealth oh, they know someone I'm, gonna, I'm about to move forward I'm gonna move in my southern position here. I'm gonna kind of move yep. as you move, staying well off the trail. Seems okay. weird, like I can't see further than that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh sh! Right. I knew it. I knew it. So, <laughs> Look at um, those guys. You run up. Okay, good thing we got a bear with us. A polar bear with us. All right. So. The creatures you've been following appear to be goblins, and not appear to be goblins. You can now see them because you guys ran up on top of them. Um, they are goblins. Yes, we did. All six of them, while they were pulling the sled, are now look confused as they are being surrounded by you guys. Um, harnessed to the uh, to the wagon are two polar bears who do not look happy to be doing any kind of work. Oh. Animal handling. Come on, let's. Yeah, maybe you can have Arcus. the bear talk to Arcus. them. Arcus, uh, Arcus, polar bear, polar bear. Aren't you a polar bear? No, I'm a I'm a grizzly bear. Grizzly. You big old grizzly. But my cousin was a polar bear. Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe they know. This. Is that your fun fact? Okay. Um. So you guys got the drop hey, on. Really them. quickly before we do anything, roll for initiative or anything like that. Um. Eric is gonna tell. Uh, medium beefy to hang back. He doesn't know their names. Dog one, dog two. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, maybe he has no names for them. They you know, so uh, if I was south, they don't know where they can't see me. If I was, we didn't actually stealth, did we? We were just like no, you were you were just walking carefully. But now that the whole group ran up on top of them, Albert, I didn't. I didn't run. I that's not what I that that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> Well, we were. Uh, you were. You're out there. Yeah. 
They can't see me. Come All right, on. so I do need people to roll initiative. All right, here we go. Ross, remember, you have advantage. And I will do something with that advantage. Seven. Ross, it just means you, you roll twice and take the higher number. Sweet. You can right-click on the initiative, too, and you can roll advantage on its own. Or you can, are you using real dice? Me? I assume the Ross is using the... Uh, seven. I'm not rolling well tonight. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I rolled an eight. All right, hold on. Let's see. Arca, uh, Trey, you rolled a seven? Yep. Perlanthar, I feel like I roll? should get one surprise attack. Perlanthar, would you roll? Seven. Seven again. Arcus? Uh, the first one was a, a six. The second one was a 21. Yeah, 20. A 21, yeah. Um, I did 12. Twelve. There's a lot of issues going on here. I had an eight. Eric needs one too. Yep. Um. All right. And where did I put? Hold on. Yeah, this is a lot. Atreyu, you should be like, like behind. Fourteen initiatives going on. Right? Yeah. and Perlanthar. I am using the D and D uh, encounter thing just for. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, just to to keep I did already say I was pretty far south of them. They can't see me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just you want to you want to have one of us fighter guys in between you and the goblins. So, goblin. Oh, hold on. I need to change what's on my TV here for a second so I can keep track. We need like Final Fantasy battle music right now. Come on. Do, 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 do. Never played it. All right. Fun. Uh, so, Goblin number three is going to go first. Um, of course. Fuck you, Goblin. And he is going to go after Rojo. 16 hit you. I'm an 18 armor class. Jesus Christ. So your your blade, his his blade slides across your armor, and he is weirded out not to find any purchase. So, so do you have to roll an eighteen or above an eighteen for it to land? Eighteen and above. Above. I thought thought eighteen eighteen time doesn't hit, does it? Yeah, it does. It just has to hit. Um. So that leads us to Arcus. Yep. I'll come up. So remember, you Talk are now. To the bears. We're Talk gonna to the take. Bears. Away, I'm gonna take away your, the rules that I made, which I thought were pretty good for your bear. But you can use anything at your disposal. Um, what is uh, harnessing the bears? Uh, harnesses. <laughs> Leather. Leather. Sure. Yeah. Metal. Yeah. Uh. I want to take my great axe and try and chop the the harness from the bears. All right, I'm gonna have you make a Freeing the bears a strength roll. You uh, get to name these polar bears, Arcus. Actually, just use your great axe. Just hit the great axe. The plus whatever you get. Plus five. Fifteen. 
Okay. Uh, that'll hit, and then hit your damage dice. Uh, where's that? Right next to it. Right next to the hit, where you click the hit dice. Solid. Nice. That's a good hit. What'd you roll? 11. Okay. Um, the, the bear closest to you, polar bear one, is set free. Yes. And roars and then runs away. Oh, what a bitch. Mm. <laughs> Could have been more useful. You coward! You coward! So I'm gonna remove him from the. And he'll come back. Hey. <laughs> he was like, "Bye." <laughs> um, that leads us to um, Goblin number two, who does spot. Um, Oh, I feel bad pushing him on Eric. <laughs> Immediately. Closer to Rojo. Yeah, he's going to go to Rojo, because Rojo just is giving off that AC of 18, and he wants a challenge. Mm-hmm. He swipes with the scimitar, and you are able to parry that very, very quickly and without any trouble at all. These goblins are not pretty ha- not happy with how this is going so far. And by goblins, I mean me. No. <laughs> Um, Goblin Goblin number five Motherfucker Is coming for Olberin It's creeping at you Uh oh (laughs) He rolled a 23 Oh Okay Yeah You are going to take Seven Slashing with the scimitar And he, as he says, as he comes down with the slash, he says, the bell tolls for thee. (laughs) Cool. He just assumes you're the one that rang the bell, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, Goblin one is going to creep at, try to get to the side of Perlanthar, which may be a poor choice. Mm, 23. (laughs) Five five damage as it slashes at your side, cuts you through the ribs. Peace. Which brings us to um, Eric. Six. What does Eric get to do? This is exciting. I don't know his stuff. Eric, Eric can heal uh, Berlantar. It's a touch, though. He has to run. Oh, no, he could do that. He would have to run seems, past Goblin 2, I'm going to have him use Thorn Whip on Goblin 2. Which definitely hits. And is going to do three damage. Okay. So the Thorn Whips wrap around Goblin 2 and slice him up. Um, And unfortunately, I didn't read his... (laughs) The rules. The pull. It, it pulls him closer to Eric. <laughs> okay. That brings us to Olberin. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do uh, just I'm gonna make my daggers. Okay. So 
Okay, so when I do this, I can do sneak attack too, right? Uh, if and the first one lands. Right. Yeah. No, just if one of them lands. Right, if the first one lands. Well, yeah. Don't I get both hands, though? I believe it's a bonus action. No, 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 but I get, I get both daggers, though, and then I can get sneak attack as well. Uh, let's see. Two-weapon two fighting is a bonus action. That is a, that's your bonus, yeah. You can add it to one of the hits. No, no, but that's but I have oh, another. No, you're right. I think it doesn't matter if he hits on the first or the second one. Yeah, you no, just I add get it to two one weapon of them, right? and I get yeah. Yeah. bonus action. So I'm going for uh, Goblin 5, who's a dick. And that's not going to hit. Seven. Nope. And sneak attack isn't a bonus action, it's a special it's its action. Thing. Right, but yeah. it has so to, his has to land. But he can do his bonus one action. One of the now. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But yep. seven doesn't land, right? It does not. Twelve? Nope. Mm. That sucks. Okay, so your daggers go he is able to parry those pretty easily. You just one two. Um Goblin. Four is also going to come for you, Oberyn. Motherfucker. I'm about to die, guys. So every encounter has to start. <laughs> Six damage. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Are you not dead yet? What, what was the, what was the, 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 the hit? My roll? What was the armor class? Uh, I mean, I don't have to tell you that, but he has a plus. No. He has a plus no, no. four. I rolled. I rolled a sixteen plus four. Mm. Oh, okay. So you got a twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that hits, and then six. Six damage. Yeah, but your armor okay. class is like thirteen, isn't it? It's fourteen, but I wanted to know the armor class. Like, what did you hit at? Okay. All right, man. I feel like that's reasonable. That's fine. So All six right. damage. Would you hit six? Yep. All right, I'm prone. Are you unconscious? Unconscious. Yeah. Rut row. All right. Great. Uh, maybe Good Eric start. will try to. I don't know. We'll try to. We'll try to save you. Um, Rojo. I have to cast the spell against someone who's not at full HP, and that's 100 percent the reason why I'm choosing Goblin Two. Okay. I understand it might not be the most helpful, but I do more damage if it's someone who's already lost some damage, and he's the only person we've hurt. Okay. Just. For the team. Uh, <laughs> characters, uh, Shane's yay. characters peeing in the snow. <laughs> uh, so I point at Goblin 2 and cast Toll of the Dead, and Goblin 2 has to do a wisdom check of 13, uh, or I do necromatic damage. Is it half even on a success? Oh. Generally, that's how that works, so I'm going to apply that. Okay. Wisdom? Yeah. Uh, does not pass. So damage. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's a d12. Five. Okay. Goblin 2 is destroyed. Oh, okay. So that was enough, I guess. <laughs> Goblins are weak. Yep. Okay. All right, that's fiberless. Fiberless health. Okay. Now it's a Treyu. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Uh, no, Goblins, you already had some damage, Jason. Oh, so. yeah, hold on. Oh, that's right. I need to remove Goblin 2. There we take. go. Because uh, I, I was going to say, there's no way that the Goblin has five or less. I'm going to go for Goblin 4, Eldritch Blast. Okay. Do I have to do... No. No, okay. Oh, okay. Jesus, a plus uh, seven? That's, that's a hit. 21. Yeah. Uh, four damage. Okay. On Goblin four? Mm-hmm. So, uh... And, Ken, it was a natural 20. Does he get two attacks? It was not. It was not. It was a, it, he has it a was plus a seven. Plus seven modifier, yeah. Oh, I thought it was... Okay, no, I, no. I'm completely uh, Okay. So, Goblin four, while gloating over the the slashing death of Olberin, um, or unconsciousness, um, is taken, uh, just full force by the Eldritch Blast. Does Eldritch Blast move the person 10 feet away as well? Uh, that's at I level can't. three. That's at level three? Yeah. What does V slash S mean? Uh, On notes. It's verbal slash somatic, which is that's how you cast it. You have to speak and also do like hand oh. motions. Hand so like if both yeah. of your hands were tied, you couldn't cast it. Uh, it. It's either or. It doesn't look like you have to have both. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so that brings us to so well done. That was pretty good. Perlanthar. All right. How close together are one and six? One and six. They're pretty close. Like, like melee of each other and me. Um, they are about goblin six. Um, there's maybe there's a full five feet in between them. Okay. So they're like to your to your twelve and your three kind of. Okay. Uh, well, two, I should say. Being surrounded, I suppose I'm just gonna go right for the uh, the fire, uh, the the gold dragonborn breath. Yep. Um, so oh, which one? Cone. Uh, both of them. If I can hit them both with the cone, the 15 foot. Oh yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, so that is a uh, dexterity save. Uh, uh, DC 11. Okay. For both. And let's see. They are both going to fail. So 2D6. Seven to both. Goblin 1 and 6 are incinerated and it smells like Barbecue day, um, and they drop as their meat sloughs off the bone. All right. So okay, one six is worth it. Dunzo. It's worth it. Yeah, that was good. All right, top of the order, Goblin three, coming at you, Rojo, and is gonna hit, and it's gonna cause eight damage. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. <laughs> Goblins with the scimitar we have like a plus four that can change a lot of roles yeah that's true instead of like a short sword or something yeah yeah um so he slashes at you and draws blood for the first time Rojo you're unsure how to feel about this Arcus. no one make me bleed my own blood <laughs> yeah I ain't got time to bleed <laughs> Arcus you're up 
Um, I tend to be committed to a bit, so I'm gonna slash Marcus, no! Are, are you kidding me right now? Your friend is dying on the ground. You're, you're way over, way over there. You are our barbarian. You, you can get team. over the there. That's not that dealer. far, Arcus. Do a person craft over there you, while we're dying. Your job is to hurt things. <laughs> Fine. I like that you're like, I'm committed to this bit. <laughs> well, I wanted to, like, free the polar bears, and then they start fucking these guys up, too. After, after Arcus. They said that they're the first not one right away. with being... You know, we were tipped off that they're not pleased in their current role. I had hoped to gain their, their allegiance in freeing them. It did not You're, work. Zero percent That's chance. just because Polar Bear 1's a bitch. You could have talked to them. <laughs> Talk to them first. Polar Bear 2, he's a man of integrity. You can see that from him. No. Zood's integrity. Fine, I'm over here. Maybe next round. Can I somehow, like, swing at both these guys, Ken? Double slash. Um, hold on. Double slash. You that's a you moved a lot. I did. That was wait, a lot. That was. Wait, don't don't hurt the hawk. Well, uh, how far can you travel? I don't fucking know, man. You have you thirty feet. Something... Look at it walking, walking allegedly, speed. On the... Allegedly, that was like 28, 29. at the top, Ross. Okay. So the walking I'll, speed. I'll 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 accept that. I'll say that you went to the edge of your walking distance, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you could. I mean, not really. It's a five foot. You have a and five I'll foot reach. Five. Five. I'm gonna okay. Overhead down. Do five. it. Do, do it do? up. Just roll the dice. Roll the dice. So the plus so five next to the great X. Four, nine. Oh. Nope. <laughs> it smashes into the snow next to him, just out of reach. Almost hit Oberyn. That's actually, nice. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lost some toes. He lost some toes. <laughs> Over it's like fucking Christ. <laughs> Not uh, saying anything. That's true. Goblin two is dead. So that brings us to Goblin five, who it turns and is going to take a swipe at Arcus after being almost decapitated by him. Uh, that's going to land. My goblins are just. Fucking crushing it tonight. Uh, Arcus is going to take four damage. I don't think he's dead. He said he'd be right back, but I, I doubt he's dead. I'm going to change it for him. If, if he's dead, then really, really is that character. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I, like he, his character was very... I was like, you're going to die every single time we play with his original character. It's like no armor. Yeah. No. Mm. He was an armor class of nine. Statistics beats him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, okay, so that was Goblin, that one, and Goblin 1's dead. So that brings us back to Eric. Eric. And Eric, Eric can do stuff for me, right? Um, he, has a touch, he has a touch you. And that's yeah. close, but I also feel like Goblin 4 is going to be able to then take an opportunity attack on him, because he's going to yeah, move yeah. into that space. So I'm gonna have gonna res the rescue after the battle. Right. I'm gonna have him Thorn Whip again. He's gonna move a little bit. I'll move him in a second, but towards Goblin Three, Thorn Whip. And the Thorn Whip mm. does Ooh. not grasp. The dice are not in our favor tonight no. right now. Does Sorry. not grasp at the Goblin Three. Um 
So that brings us to Olberin, which you need to make a death saving throw. Death saving time. Ooh. So just a D20. Do we get three? Yep. D20. 20? Okay. You get three unless you get a nat 20 or a nat one. Yeah. Does a nat one count as two? I got yep. an 11. You passed. Pass. Ooh. What is pass? A 10? Get 10 and up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hang on, I gotta grab my dog. Okay. <laughs> that brings us to Goblin 4, who is also gonna take a swipe at Arcus and is going to hit. Oh, Jesus. Another camera on these dice. Get the yeah. camera. Another <laughs> four damage. That's eight total so far. Yep. He's gonna kill him while he's. He's gonna come back like, oh, you need to make a death saving throw. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, Rojo. Though we're coming to like the the murderer's row of the lineup, just that you guys rolled poorly. Yeah, well, yeah, potentially. Rojo, you're muted. Do I have enough? (laughs) I want to take a wide route to go to Oberyn. Can I? take a wide enough route that the goblin can't get me? Uh, no, I mean, you're still passing. Like, he's going to notice you coming. I mean, what if I... <laughs> if you ran down to a tray you and then ran to the back of the trail. Can't you... I thought you could move into their space, but not through their space. But that's that would still give them an uh, attack of opportunity, I would imagine. Yeah. Unless I mean, if you're within reach, what do their weapons have? Like a five-foot reach? Yeah. you got to be in... Well, yeah. Because it depends what you're trying to do to Olbrin. Yeah. I'm, I want to go over and touch them. Th- they're definitely within reach. you don't reach. Have to be in touch range. Yeah. yeah. They're standing over his body. <sighs> gloating. They're gloating. Fucking yeah. game. All right. Uh, I cast uh, Toll the Dead on Goblin 4. Uh, 13 wisdom check, Ken. Uh, failure. He's gonna take six. He did. That's all I can do. Okay. Good. Uh, Atreyu. Uh, Goblin three. Eldritch Blast. Do it up. No surprise. 19, that hits. Yep. Seven, damage. Goblin three is dead. I asked in the boss move. Crushed. Is he not? Is he not part of? (laughs) I don't want to. He might be sleeping. I don't know. We'll talk. (laughs) Relax. There may be reasons. Pearl Anthem. I thought the reason. I thought the reason was that Ken forgot to put him in initiative order. Uh, I remembered. Nope. Uh, (laughs) I'm playing the goblin bosses. I'm supposed to. I guess the goblin boss would not really care about his goblins. He just wants to get away. Um, that'd be my assumption. Yep. Uh, all right. So let's He's see. also I definitely am... a bugbear. <laughs> let's see. So let's see how close I get. So I'm going to go. So if I move to Goblin 5 with the intention of attacking him, will he be able to attack me first? No, because you're you're you still have an you have an action left. Okay. 
it would be yeah. different if he was going to, like, uh, Rojo wanted to help do something that was not going to engage the person. Oh, uh, okay. If okay, he was okay. going to bend down in front of an enemy, that person's going to be uh, like, yeah, okay. stabbed. That makes sense. All right. So I'm going to go just right up in here between the Arcus and Alberin and um, go to swing my Morningstar at Goblin 5. Okay. And I'm going to roll a 21 to hit for 10 damage. Goblin 5 is destroyed. His head's bashed in. Um, So as the last uh, goblin um, falls, um, you hear from ahead of the wagon um, a whipping and somebody yelling, Move, damn polar bear, move! And the wagon, the the sled moves inches, inches forward. (laughs) Um, But you're out of combat technically right now, so. So Eric, go heal Alburn. Okay. I will do that. And so that's going to be cure wounds. That put me at. Uh, you got to roll healing dice, right, or something? Eleven. Oh, oh, wow, that's the, pretty good. The dice are on my side right? tonight, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do I just like, I just go success on both of them. Yeah. Or do and I? That, and then it should give you your health back, and then you can put plus eleven, or eleven heal. All right, I'm uh, I'm using one charge of my lay on hands to heal myself for five. Okay. Back to full. And then I am going to climb on the back of the sled. Nope. I'm, I'm doing cure wounds on myself, too. Just Can I shoot an arrow at the harness and release it? Uh, dex, yes. So it stops moving? Like a crossbow bolt from like a... <laughs> Do you have... Don't you don't have I a don't, crossbow. Um, yeah, I have a... It's not equipped. Oh, never mind. No, okay. I, I think we should, we should let Arcus do the honors of slashing yeah. that thing. Yeah. Arcus, would you like to try to set the other one free? Yeah, please. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up on while this is going on. I'm up on the back. Can I see what this boss looks like from here? I'm up on the um, back. You can see the you can see the back of them, and as Arcus gets up front to the polar bear, and the the sled is moving very very slowly. Um, very like that, it, just a gentle walk by you guys are able to catch up to because it's just one polar bear at this point. Um, and he doesn't seem too interested in doing his job. The goblin boss turns around and sees you there and goes, ah! um, and the hawk flew away. Um, so the goblin boss kind of lets go of the reins um, and and puts hands up at this point. Oh, I would say, Bo, stop. Uh, do. What... What are you, what are you uh, what are your intentions here? Um, she, she goes. We we're just here to try to scavenge the area. We just need. We're just trying to survive, man. Uh, quick quick check on this. This is the. Does this have the ignit on the back there? Yep. Okay. So I would say, uh, uh, fiend, descend from this. Uh, this sled. Okay. Uh, I'm going to break the deck, old boom. 
What? I didn't hear what Ross said. The person that needed to hear it heard it. Uh, <laughs> the goblin hops down and with a wicked look in her eye, grabs the torch that was on the front of the thing and throws it into the cart and tries to sprint away. The uh, what? Threw a torch into the cart, I jumped, I jumped uh, the cart. which is catching, which is catching on fire. I, I jumped from the cart. Okay, so you jump from the cart. The goblin boss is trying to run away. I am not going to let this goblin boss go as the paladin. Okay. Eric, use thorn whip. Bring him back. Eric's, Eric's over there with the dogs doing his job. <laughs> I guess I can run. I don't, that's the only one I think I thought of. So Sorry. Eric runs, and you want me to thorn whip? What were you gonna do, uh, Malcolm? I was gonna, I was gonna see if I could, because uh, he was a little bit away from me. I'll see if I could catch him. Okay. All right. So why don't let's do a contested athletics roll? Who? Guidance. Guidance on everybody. Perlin Thar and me. Guidance. Uh, athletics. Yep. That's so fourteen, and then a guidance. Plus four. So, uh, wait, what happened? Oh, I lost my roll. It said 19 for athletics. Um, yes, it was a 19 plus four. Okay. So 23. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the goblin boss, not having snowshoes on, stumbles <laughs> quickly in the snow. Um, Paralynthar, you, I'm going to move you. You catch up very quickly. Are you trying to... Assault, grapple, the they fell down. They're prone. Um, I am going to try and kill him. Okay. Do Actually, do? wait. Hold on, hold on. That seems... Uh, While perfect. he's doing this, can I be, like, throwing snow under the cart, trying to put it out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to... Um, snow on the cart. I'm that's what grab, I'm doing. I'm okay. going to try to grapple him, because... I don't know. I want to see if I can get and, some information about the Yeti. And do I need to roll to free this polar bear at this don't point? Don't free the polar bear. Oh, yeah, leave the polar bear. We need it to get home. We've got I'm dogs. Medium no. Binky. No, but if we have a polar bear and dogs, that's way better. <laughs> the polar bear, polar bear will eat the, the dogs. dogs. It's the dogs can get a polar the bear dogs, better. Dogs can get a ride. The polar bear's pulling. But I'm always moving too slow. All right, we'll figure that out. Um, I'm gonna grab him. All right, so try to grab him. All right, so that is just a strength check, I think, right? I believe so. I, I think so. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had to do a grapple roll. So, uh, seventeen. Okay, they are grappled. Yes. All right, so I'm holding on barrel. I'm like dropped on top. Yeah, of them, like, they don't have any weapons out. That like the torch seems to be their last ditch effort. I got him in a leg lock. Okay. We'll just say. So all of us are trying to put the card out. Did we I'm, put it out? No, I've now gone over seeing that uh, Pearl uh, grappled the Goblin King there. I've gone over. All right. I'm still trying to put out the cart. Um, so we have a tray you're trying to put out the cart. I'll say Eric is trying to put out the cart. Anybody else trying to put out the cart? I mean, I was while the grappling was happening. Okay. Rojo's doing it too. Okay. Um, Arcus is still hanging out with the polar bear. They're doing bear talk. Okay. Um, I am going to need Rojo 
Shane, you could do it too while you're there. Eric's going to roll, and Atreyu, you roll a d20 for me. All right. Guidance on everybody. I slapped hands. Slapped hands. Oh, shit. I screwed that up. What am I rolling? D20. Oh, no. Without anything added, just a straight D20? Just straight Ooh. D20. Five. Where's Ten. 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 And who else? Eric is rolling. And he is going to roll. God damn it. Why am I rolling against myself? Um, okay. Uh, you're able to put out the fire. The only reason Ooh. is because of my unbelievable rolling skills today. Um, I've rolled over 10 all night. <laughs> so the, the fire is put out. There are some scorch marks on um, some of the sled but it doesn't look structural to you, the people who are looking at it. None of the ingots, none of the actual stuff that you were trying to save got damaged. All that looks is like some pretty gross-looking uh, goblin beds got burned up. It's for the best. Yeah, it is for the best. All right. You're welcome. So you have a grappled, and there's a hawk that is constantly circling you guys above, just kind of screeching for its goblin boss. Uh, all right, so I don't want to. So I'm gonna try and intimidate him into telling me um, has he has he seen any other animals or any other danger in the area recently around this area of the cart? Okay, so roll intimidation. Guidance. All right. <laughs> uh, so it's fifteen plus. Four, a 19. Okay. Um, the uh, goblin is looks at you and says, I, I, have, I haven't seen anything. Uh, this We just kind of came upon this. Um, we, I'm just trying to make my way back to my... Uh, f- f- uh, nope. Uh, my settlement? Yes, yeah, settlement. Um, and we just happen to come across this. Full mm. of it. You, you right. work, no, no, you weren't going to twist his arm. Twist his arm for you. We're going to say fork for you. Uh, uh, I, his goblin. I, I, I don't. What, what, what would you do as I stammer? I would uh, take one of my dragon claws and slip it under the chin. Give it a little push. Okay. Uh, she goes. Uh, 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 it's a female, by the way, female goblin. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I might have been saying for, fortress or for, fort. Uh, that might have been the word that I was going to use, but I I, I don't want to get in trouble. I would Looks persuade to me like you're already her. In trouble. I would persuade her to tell her tell us how many uh, uh, like what what the population of this 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 settlement fortress might be. Okay. Are you going to roll? Well, uh, roll persuasion, Jason. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Okay. Items. Why, why am I not able to scroll right now? All right, I'm just going to roll a d20 and then add 7. Yeah. 13, then plus d4. 14. 14? Um, yeah. She looks at you out of fear because... Uh, 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 what's his face? Perlanthar still has a uh, claw underneath her chin. 
Um, it says, uh, it, it's got to be 10, 20, I don't know, so, so, so goblins. But we're the only ones that are out on patrol right now. Ask who does he, can we ask her who he, who does she serve? Like who, like, does she know anything about the ice queen or whatever? Um, that, that, are you, are you asking? Uh, maybe I'm asking the group or asking Perlanthar to ask her that. I don't know. Um, so I look at, I look at Olbrin and I, uh, I, I nod as you're your questioning. I agree with this line of questioning. Um, and I say to the goblin, I say, you know, I, I'm not one for leaving goblins alive, but perhaps useful goblins uh, may be able to live to fight another day. Um, what, who are, are you, you, you lead this, you've led this caravan here. You've led this party here. Um, who do you report to? Who who who's your who who run, who leads this fortress? Um, she is not going to be like she's going to tell you because she is frightened of you at this point. Um, she goes, it, "It's a prison fort. It is a several days' journey um, southeast of here. Um, it is a prison fort of goblins. Um, Yarb Nock." Is the the chieftain of the of the prison? Yarb, Yarb, Doc. Yep. I write this down. And and she goes, we're we're just I'm not we're not trying to be we're just looking we're scavenging we're starving especially with this I heard somebody bring up the perpetual winter or whatever however you worded it we have no idea we're just trying to live through the fact that it's always winter time. Hmm. So I look at oh, Rojo is here and Oberyn are here. Someone and, do an um, inside check. I I feel I feel like she is certainly not going to lie to us <laughs> right now because she's like an yeah. inch from being killed. Um, I don't want to let her go, but I also don't want to just essentially kill a helpless creature. So I would, I would look at her and I would say, uh, what, what is your life worth to you? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, what can you give us that will stop us from killing you right now? Um, she she um, kind of slaps her body and goes, oh, 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 uh, one, take the sled. Take the sled. The ingots are yours. Take them. We it's already ours. Okay. Yeah. Um, she goes, okay, you drive a hard bargain. And I don't want to have, to have you roll persuasion because this is going to be fruitless anyway. Uh, she produces two potions of animal, uh, animal friendship mm. and produces them for you. Also a sealskin pouch that has some coins in it. That's it. We ask her anything about the hawk? No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I'm not done with her yet. Uh, is this it? Is this all that you're willing to, sp- to, 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 to give to us to spare your life? 
th- this is all I got. If 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 you guys ever ever make it out to the fort, I could put in a good good word for you guys, and you can you can talk. We're we're not necessarily trying to fight all the time. Does does anyone have anything like uh, like paper or something like that that we could have the uh, this this goblin boss s uh, write down uh, this particular promise to us? Not that I necessarily trust it, but uh, no, no writing utensils on me. Where's our uh... Spellbook people. I'd like to. Uh, see if I'd like to take the things that she's offered. Okay. I take them. Okay. And I imagine and I turn, that you're gonna. Oh no no no! Then I turn to the group. Yeah. And I say to everyone, "Should we let her live?" She nods <laughs> from the ground. Very. Um. I I, I say to her. Um, nope. Do you have anywhere that you can go? Do you, uh, without returning to the fortress, is there somewhere else that you can go and not return to that place, not return to this place? She goes, uh, she looks over, she goes, uh, we're not generally well received in the towns, um, mostly because we act out of necessity. I, I'm willing. I'm willing to work. But uh, they don't seem to like us in towns. Uh, I cannot go to Kelvin's Cairns. The dwarves don't like us. And more recently, there's something else out there. I don't know what is out there, but there's something weird going on out there. Um, can't go there. So my, my trek is just going to be several days' journey to the spine of the world where the prison is. And probably going to die at this point if I have to go by myself. Well, is it better to let her essentially freeze and starve to death or to kill her now? Well, if she doesn't make it, she can tell her people that about us. So I, I say we kill her. I, so. I get my, bring out my arrow. So I, I am not one to leave witnesses alive. That being said, this is a person that we've defeated at this point has has pledged to us a good word i do not know that there's any reason for us not to take the chance to think that this could be something beneficial i would say too uh, as from what i know of goblins uh in my travels they are not, they're not very loyal and they do value staying alive more than most anything. So if we were to let her live and she were able to make it back, it's possible that I don't think it would harm us. I don't think she would report that there are these people out there killing goblins because everyone's out there killing goblins um, or they're killing other people or they're mostly trying to stay away. So I don't think it would harm us and you know, they wouldn't track us down. So I don't, I, I think I would rather not, I would rather not doom someone to, some person, something. I have an idea. To, to die. Let's give the potion to the polar bear and let's see what the polar bear decides. Let him free. 
I think we're supposed to use the potion to talk to the hawk. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I figured that. I was just saying that because the polar bear doesn't like the goblin boss. <laughs> I should probably look up what potions of animal friendship do. <laughs> By the way, this is not what I... This is not the direction I saw this going <laughs> at all. So I, I think that as much as I, in battle, would relish ridding the world of one more goblin, this is not this is not battle. And I, I, I remove my claw from... And I, uh, I kind of stand... I stand up. Um, she's still lying there, but I stand up and I, you know, sort of look to my companions to, you know, I've... We've got information out of her. Um, if we're going to let her go, then I feel like we should enable her to be able to survive that trip instead of just letting her go die elsewhere and not doing it ourselves. So, I mean, we can... Um, how, how, how long of a travel is it to this fort you speak of? Uh, if if uh, good weather... We are looking at probably three to four days travel. Alone. Alone. As as and one there's a polar bear on the loose. As one who has, has traveled uh, the frozen tundra alone, um, I would like to provide if if we decide um, to send her on her way. I would like to provide her with the appropriate provisions um, to not mm. to not place her in a position that she has to delve into some of the baser baser instincts. Yes, I would say I would I would agree. I would say give her some of the crack cat meat that we have and send her on her way. I forgot about that. Did we bring that with us? Yes, I have fifty pounds of it. Oh, you just you keep it on you all the time. Yeah, I give her tw I give her <laughs> okay, uh, okay. ten pounds of meat, and okay. I think we let her on her way. Yeah, I, I say I say that yes, she did not, she did not try to attack us. She did try to distract us by burning the thing. But before she, didn't try she to... leaves, though, I would like to ask her her name. Uh, she she looks up and goes, Isobai, Isobai, Isobai. If I ever come across I -Z -O -B -A -I. you again, Isobai. If I come across you again, I'm putting an arrow through your between your eyes. Oh, she says, I, "Sure." I would, uh, yeah. Yes, I I nod at her and uh, we essentially wish her on her way. I said, uh, "You know, I don't. I certainly don't. Um, if we had met in battle, this would have ended differently. But uh, no matter how your creatures of your kind are looked at in this moment, you did us no." You yourself did us no harm. So, big, yeah, I turn my back, and that I'm, I'm done with her. Basically, that's as much as I'm willing to do is to to not to not kill her in cold blood, essentially. Okay. After after Pearl gives his parting words of wisdom, I look at her and I say, "If I see you again, I would expect a form of payment." further because your life is worth far more than the mere trinkets that you have passed along to us uh yeah 
she she goes it, it, again. Uh, if I if I can make it back with your generous uh, offering, um, I I should hopefully be able to make it back. Uh, hopefully, no yetis or polar bears get me on the way. Um, but you you will be welcomed um, in in, uh, in our prison fort by Yarbnock. Let her go. Right. I gave her 10 pounds of meat. Take your meat. Okay. The hawk comes down, lands on her shoulder, um, settles in close to her. Um, she kind of nuzzles it, and then they, they kind of fade off into the distance as they walk away. Mm. All right. So uh, we've, got, uh, we've got this big sl- sled now. That we Hook up the dogs. Out. Let's go. Wait, wait, hang on. We've got to we've got to deal with the polar bears so the polar bear doesn't eat the dogs. <laughs> I don't want to have to pay for those damn things. Uh, so I'm gonna, um, I don't. I guess I don't know what this potion does. We know um, that they're potions of animal friendship. I do. Uh, we'll say that you knew what this means. So it allows you. It lasts for a day. Um, the spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. If you, it, it must see and hear you. If the beast intelligence, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, the... It sounds like you can maybe not control it, but you can kind of give it a sense that, like, hey, man, everything's cool. Just be calm and follow our lead kind of could thing. I, could I tell a bear not to eat the dogs? We won't, we, we won't whip you. Um, I would imagine with it, because it's a, it's a charmed enchantment, I would imagine, yes. That you could, you could suggest to be like... Point to everything and be like, no. Kind of like, uh, was that fish are friends, not food kind of thing? I don't know. Right? Can I just pull, pull the thing on instead of the, and be the second bear? Or am I like a baby bear? No, you're, you're a full brown bear. You can help pull for sure, especially with the dogs. So then let's, let's, let's hook Arcus up. Can we hook Arcus up? Yeah, I mean, he can hold on to the one of the straps. The remnants he of cut the it, straps. But yeah, he and has then, the shorter end that's still attached to the sled that he can put over the And the dogs shoulder. up to the front to help pull as well? Um, so that's the issue, that he cut one of the harnesses. Oh, well, mm-hmm. they they are harnessed, but that he cut the harness, uh, it's tougher to hook them I have, uh, up. I have rope in my pack. I that, use some of that. That would do it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to use... I'm, I don't really know how useful these will be in the future, but um, I, I, would, I think I'm going to use one of the potions just to sort of point out to the polar bear, don't eat Arcus. Don't and also kind of like help us out. Bring, bring us yeah, back. help us out. You know, we'll, we'll go faster with you here. Once we're, Treat you once, a lot better once than we the get, last yeah, once we get Once we get within sight of the town, I don't know if you can mention any of those things. You know, soon, soon we'll let you go. Soon you'll be free. Um, so it it seems to understand. It looks at the dogs. It looks at you. Doesn't look aggressive anymore. Um, it does um, as Atreyu is putting away the rest of the crab cat meat. It does kind of look wantingly at the meat <clears throat> and kind of growl. Uh, yeah, taste. I give him. I give him a. I don't know how much he needs. Five pounds of it to eat. He he gently takes it from your hand. Um, okay. <laughs> Takes it from your hand. Here we go, little buddy. Um, and he kind of like... Lorik. His name is Lorik. 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 
Lorik. Oh, Lorik. He he yeah. seems to respond and nuzzles into Atreyu for giving him food. Oh, he eats it pretty happily, even though his now his little polar bear grin is soaked in blood from the meat. Um, so Ioric. Oh, that's an I. Ioric. 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 What did we get from the goblin queen? Yes. How many coins? How many coins? Yeah, We're yeah. splitting up the money? Yep. So I'm going to assume that you also, because we don't have to go through individually and be like, I searched the bodies. I assume you searched all the bodies of the yeah, goblins? Yeah, Okay. Yep. So you, from her, from Izobai, you got 13 silver. And this Each is, of us? No, this is total. So oh, this is where money gets annoying. Where you may yeah. just want to be like, somebody take it this time, I'll take it the next time. 13 silver, 25 copper. Um, and actually inside the pouch with the coins was a bone whistle. And then inside the other six, the dead goblins, they were carrying um, 30 copper total. So you could split that, or you can. Um, but again, it it, it kind of lends to to Izobai's story that like they're pretty meager and poor yeah. goblins. Pearl um, Anthar, why don't you just carry all the stuff? So I drank one potion. I'll I'll carry the other one, and I'll just take the. I'll add that money. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen and fifty-five. Okay. I'm down to 35 pounds of crack cat eat now. Crackhead. I'm glad that you remembered that. Uh... Yeah, no, that's that's good. I'm telling you, like some of like the most random things come in to save people because in one of the campaigns I ran for my teachers, they they were like, we're gonna take like 150 pounds of like wolf meat or something that they killed, and then it came into they just kept like feeding every piece of wildlife meat. <laughs> And it was just like, you successfully got them on your side or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. rolling helps. On, my, and on the list of equipment, it just says custom item. Is that yeah. what it's supposed to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a game that's like, if you can come up with a like, creative solution with stuff that you've come across, like, it's cool it could work out. Yeah. All right. say what it is, though. Yeah, I know. I, I just want to know what it, how to add it to inventory. It just says custom item. Yeah, but you can <laughs> custom item to being like cry cat meat. Okay, I'll mess around with it. Let's let's keep going. I'll do that. All right. So all um, the dogs are hooked up. I used my rope to hook up Arceus, the dog, to Arceus hooked up to Beefy and the polar bear. I hook up to Meaty, and the dogs are in front. Yeah, and it should be no problem. The, I pray the, you. I told you not to name the dogs. I'm sorry. I'm coming too attached to them. The dogs look at Atreyu and they just pant like lovingly at him. Um, <laughs> The the sled, it's a good thing that you did this. The sled is heavier than you thought um, and th- heavier than the uh, gnomes, had, uh, the dwarves had kind of remembered because they were the ones pulling it, so they're used to it. it the, the sled itself weighs 300 pounds, um, and then um, the iron adds another that. 600. So, uh, 900 pounds? Oh, shit. Yeah, but between <laughs> the polar bear, spin it around. Arcus, and the two uh, dogs, you're pretty... Pretty not necessarily easily, but you're able to to do it without like a terrible strain on everybody. All right. um, and so granted I'm... that all of you could end up helping push, like mm. uh, it's not going to be a real difficulty getting back. Plus, you have a little bit of track to follow for a little bit um, before you have to kind of cut your own path. 
um, back to town. I'm jumping on the back of the sled. Okay. I'm steering it because the dog listened to me. Yep. They're in front. Okay. Hold on. I have to make notes of these things. <laughs> I right. kind of put myself in the driver's seat. Okay. So you and you get the fun position of whipping the reins and making Arcus move. <laughs> <laughs> Arcus, lift up that slong of yours. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> it's like a kickstand. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys head back to town. Um, and let me see here. We want to grab the dwarf's body on the way back, bring it back to uh, his compatriots. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. So you're going to grab so, yes. whatever's left? Frozen bits. Dwarf carcass. Frozen dwarf bits, yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the fog has, has gone away, but in its stead, and the, the snow has gone away, but a very, very frigid wind. So it's a good thing that um, everybody's in their cold winter gear. Arcus, are you in your gear, or are you just like, I'm a bear, I'm comfortable? I'm a bear, I don't, I don't care. Okay. So everybody else is kind of like hunkering down. There is a wind. It is kind of causing drifts. Uh, but for the most part, you're not having um, uh, any kind of issue walking back. Polar bear seems content. He's pulling his weight, especially with Arcus by his side, another bear, um, and some friendly faces and meat given to him. The dogs are happily pulling, especially when Atreyu yells out the, the names only he has for them. Um, they seem to be listening Atta to boy, that. boy, meaty and beefy. <laughs> they yelp back and like, yep, yep, yep. Um, Ulbrich groans every time he does that. <laughs> You're just laying in the back on top of the ingots. <laughs> Jesus um, so the all in the distance, you can hear uh, like wolf howls, um, but they're not anywhere close. They're just in the distance. Again, you are in the wilderness. Um, as as time passes, um, you do see the dark silhouette of the town walls of which you had once left. Um, and then you are outside the gates of Bryn Shander again. You are on the uh, east road, the east way, coming in the east gate again. So you were just outside the city walls. Um, you have the dogs, you have the polar bear. How do you want to... Do you want to keep going with all... You've got to cut the, cut the bear much, loose, uh, right? Yeah, let the bear loose. I was going to say, how much time has passed? Is it like technically nighttime now? Um, it is, I would say late afternoon, early evening. Okay. So it is right. darker. Like again, it's very small perceptions of darkness because mm -hmm. it's dark all the time, but it is darker now than it was earlier. You said there was a point though that you, they can kind of tell when the sun's going down. Yep. 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 We're headed towards that time. Okay. So I say, Ar Ar Arcus, let the polar bear go. Let your friend go. Okay. Then Arcus cuts, uh, takes his great axe and, and cuts the harness. Um, <clears throat> the polar bear doesn't move. Oh. oh. You're mine now. <laughs> I was going to see how the party was going to deal with this. Are we going to Harry and the Hendersons uh, it? Or? So, so can... Um... How long does my potion last? <laughs> can Arcus just take it as a, a pet? Like, you're in our group now? So I think, I think Eric would be a better one to do that. Oh, yeah. Whoever's good at animal handling, I guess. It could I, feel be. Like, I feel like Eric could, like, talk to him and 
potentially have a polar bear for a party member. Yeah, I agree. Do we want to try? Yeah. As a yeah. Yeah. Is he the highest animal handling? How do I tell? Uh, he is. I just looked at, I just looked at everybody's. Under your skills, Ross, for uh, animal handling. handling. Oh, that's, uh, oh, let's see. Did you just write a 14? I didn't mean to. I don't know what I'm doing. It's there a, you go. I'm rolling he the goes, dice like oh, right 17. Today. Um, yep. So uh, Eric is able to talk to the polar bear, kind of get on his level. Um, and the polar bear, um, while not speaking um, n- normally, he can speak common only because the druid is speaking to him. Um, he he is grateful for the fact that you guys set him free from uh, the goblins. Um, Eric is passing this on as he interprets um, and is he- helpful for the meat. Um, he, he doesn't have an- anywhere to go and would want to stick with the group. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. There we go. <laughs> If the, if the group will have him. Yep. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Okay. Now, so now we're, we're, we're strolling into town with... Well, I guess, are we taking the sled into town? I we got to deliver it to the... Take it directly there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so we got a sled. It's Yorick. Polar bear, two dogs. Are we happy with the name of Yorick for the polar bear? Yep. I just want to let you know that I'm setting up emotional stakes for you guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, meaty and beefy. <laughs> um, okay, so York, meaty, beefy, you're all still, meaty, beefy, you're very happy with Atreyu. Yes. Um, so are you going to pull this back to, back in? Iron, iron or whatever that place is called. Black, I keep looking at this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, black iron, black blades. iron blades. Yeah, okay. I assume that's where the the sister is, or the whatever she was. <laughs> she yeah, there? That's, that's that's who needed the iron ingots. Yeah. All right. So you guys bring them back. Uh, you do get um, the soldiers at the gate kind of look at you and go, uh, "Do you intend to bring that in here?" Uh, so I I stand up and I say. Absolutely, we're we're bringing this uh, this this iron to uh, to Black Iron Blades. Uh, this is this was a a, um, a quest that was that was given to us, and uh, and we would like to pass. Um, he he looks at the polar bear warily, um, again wearing its kind of like joker blood <laughs> grin after the meat you gave it um, and goes if if there's any any trouble you will all be held responsible for the actions of that polar bear and I look at him and I say uh, the polar bear is with us uh, he is really fine so we already have one uh, bear here how dare you besmirch the name of Vayork okay um, he he kind of warily still lets you pass through. Um, so as you guys trudge through the streets, um, I also like the idea that Ulbrin was like, just, he's like, I'll, I'll rest my voice for when it's needed. Otherwise you've been just lounging in this sled as it's been <laughs> pulled. 
And now you kind of stand triumphantly on the thing as you walk past, yeah. waving at the citizens of <laughs> Brinsham. Eating grapes. Eating grapes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of them look at you, especially that you have two two very large sled dogs. Almost, they look wolfish. Um, you have a man bear and a polar bear <laughs> pulling this giant sled through the town, the town streets. Um, yeah, they but, better listen like, up who we are. It is getting dark, so people are kind of ushering into their homes, into the tavern for the night, whatever they're doing for the evening. You're hearing doors and shutters cl- uh, clamber closed. Um, lights are pretty dim here. Um, and as you approach town center, it is pretty pretty empty. The guards you saw earlier from the murder scene, it's gone. It's cleaned up. Um, there's nobody really to be found. Um here um as you walk past there is a signboard um that says lottery drawing um for sacrifice is tomorrow night um and as you pass through that again the streets are fairly empty you do make it to black iron blades before they close um but again they were kind of expecting you back um so they're inside who's handling the delivery here uh, all born. Let's go. You made the deal with them. Uh, so I would go to... Who's the person who's in charge of Black Iron Blade? Garn. It's Garn. Cur- currently Garn, but if you remember, Hruna had like the ability yep. that she wanted to take She's over. about to be. Yep. Right. As soon so as we drop this stuff off. This is hers. I would go up to Garn, and I would say... Uh, we have uh, we found your uh, your iron, uh, and we're delivering it at this point. Um, it was uh, it was a much more treacherous journey than we had expected, and I hope that you can uh, compensate us as such. Well, Garn looks at you kind of sad and angry at the same time and goes, "Well, it's not my business anymore. Talk to Runa." And then Runa steps forward and says, oh, thank God you're back. And she is very happy to see you guys back. Um, and she, you, she heard what you just said. So um, what, what, who tried to take, did somebody try to take the ingots? What did you have to face? Was the Yeti back? We, we had to face not only the Yeti, but also a, a goblin crew. Um, it was much more than what you had uh, had told us. Scavengers. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a persuasion check. Because you're trying to say that you faced the Yeti. The Yeti, huh? You faced the specter of the Yeti. Mm. Uh, 22. Hey, yes. She's like, oh my god. Oh my, I can't believe you guys faced a Yeti and a Goblin crew. This is incredible. Um, she is just over the moon. There's like tears welling up. It's very moist. Her eyes. Um, she goes, okay, I have to, I have to make this right. I have to make this right. Show us what's out, out back. Come on. What? What? (laughs) Say, show us the good stuff. What's out back? Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) is this turning weirdly sexual? No. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was a gangbang. (laughs) (laughs) The Runa train is in town. Her, her eyes were moist and 
I want a good weapon. Come not on, the show us only the good holes stuff. that were moist that night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she she um, does offer you. She says, "I have to make this right. You guys did did everything. Um, I will waive the rental fee for the dogs." Um, I get my money back. Yep, I'm taking. Nice. I am taking over the business, and because of you, we're going to be able to be profitable. We are going to make great um, weapons in the future. Great discount. So I'm willing to offer you guys one a ten percent discount every time you visit us. Two weekly. I will. I'm willing to pay you. Some of our profits to the group. Okay. And how this is going to work is anytime that you guys come back to Bryn Shander, um, but even if you don't, she's going to keep it aside for you. So weekly, she's going to keep money aside for you. So you can let it store for a few weeks if you guys go out to other cities and stuff like that. What's going to happen is every time you come to collect, depending on the amount of weeks, you're going to roll a D100. And take that amount of silver times however many weeks you have. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So you could max out at 100 silver per week from her each. If profits, and it's the, the rolling is going to be kind of like the fluctuation of business and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we'll see how that works, because I made that up. So we'll see how it works. Out. Um. I just We're thought like it sounded like sound cool. Can we uh, can we ask her like, oh, if you have any more issues in the future, you can call upon us or something? Yeah, she she is she is indebted to you. She is uh, she doesn't she doesn't feel fully comfortable saying partners, but like that's pretty much what you are. So yep. she's willing to get your back, and you uh, she's assuming you will have her back. Uh, Ross? Nice. Ken, if Chuck makes a move, will he be successful? We need to roll a D twenty for that. Uh, if you he, heard the D twenty, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a D four. If I'm right, <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> yes, somehow got a nerdy <laughs> dick joke in there. Um, okay, so that is that is settled, um, and she's hoping to have better. It's going to take a while for her to get into production for better weaponry and stuff. Um, but as the business increases, she may or may not have better items for you to come purchase. Does she have any, like, better items currently? Like, one, at least one item? And she goes, you mean from three hours ago? No. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't know if she had a secret stash. <laughs> yeah. No, she's very happy with you guys. So, right. um, okay. So, she gives you your money back. Um, the dogs and the polar bear are still hooked up to the thing. Um, so I would, I would also just say to her, like, you know, thank you. It's incredibly generous. Um, we are, we are thrilled to be able to work with you, um, and, and to be able to be in this partnership with you. Um, I, I want to make it very clear that the polar bear stays with us. And she says, I, I can arrange to have the polar bear stay at the stable, <clears throat> which is, um, to the, in the Southwest of the um, where you guys came in, you passed the stables as you came in. It is yep, a far trek near the gate. 
Yeah, I would also say to her too that I would assume that with our partnership that with the, the polar bear, with, with, with Ior uh, staying at the stable, um, you will make sure that he is properly fed, uh, that he is living a life of luxury while he is there. She agrees. She's, she's happy right now, so yes. Yorick. Sorry. Yorick. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's going to make sure that the polar bear, Yorick, is taken care of. He's going to be pampered. Down at the Do, stables, yeah. um, and so she the, says the, that at the at the inn at the tavern, whenever you're ready to go, one you could always come get him yourself. You could go visit him whenever you want. Um, but if you're ready to go out and do other things outside the city, um, somebody at the tavern can come and get him ready for you. Um, I'm I, assuming. I then, oh, I would then ask her, um, what would it take to get Yorick? some armor. Um, she says, that is interesting. We have never made armor for a polar bear. Um, she said, when I get my smithy back up, maybe in a few weeks we can talk about designs and costs. Excellent. I'm assuming that we're re returning the dogs to them. Or are they always with us? Or can we use the same dogs if we decide to go out again? That's up to the group. Uh, it was rented, so I didn't know if we had to return them. So uh, Atreyu has uh, <laughs> has really taken a liking to the dogs. He named them, despite the fact that I told him not <laughs> to name them. Um, we think that it might be a fair deal to be able to toss the dogs into this particular partnership, this arrangement that we've come up with. Uh, so Runa's face doesn't go from friendly to unfriendly, but closer to the unfriendly side. Um, she goes, this is still a business. Um, sled dogs are a heavy necessity and a pretty valuable commodity in this region. So I would not be able to just give them away for free. Can and I give you half of the rental cost to say that they're reserved for us always? Like Why would you want to rent them? Let's buy. Let's just buy them. Whatever. I'll I was tell saying. you what. What, Runa? Why don't you keep the money that we gave you, and we'll keep the dogs? She goes. How about I keep the rental fee because they are still <laughs> worth fifty dollars each. And then the first week that I pay you guys, I'll take the rest out of that. The other $60 will come out. The 60 gold will come out of that eventually. Yeah. So you keep the 40 and then we'll take the 60 out of our first week. First, however many weeks it takes. Because silver is yeah. one-tenth of a gold. Runa, uh, Runa, do you realize that you've just gotten an incredibly profitable business from us? And... We are now supporting and 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 very much invested in your business. I think it would be more fair if you took only thirty out of our first. Uh, hey, Alberin, um, have you heard of this concept of called overstaying your welcome? <laughs> I uh, I reach out and I uh, I reach out and I, I I pull your bell out and I give it a little ring. Like <laughs> Thank it's you. time to go. Yep. Oh, I thought you were like doing it as like a like a charm, like a. <laughs> no, it was like going. a. Uh, we're, we got a good. I mean, thing you going could see that the dogs have gotten. Uh, 
dogs are quite attached to me now, so she she does. You'll, but yeah. she also points out the fact that is like this is supposed to be kind of a this should be a mutualistic <laughs> kind of thing. Like, Fair enough. Fair all right, enough. all right. That sounds yeah. like a fantastic arrangement. Okay. So I give the forty dollars forty gold back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yep, so now you have a polar bear and two dogs. What a crew. Who are, who are technically statted as wolves, by the way, so they're not yes. like... Oh. Yes. Can we clarify, though? Like, okay, so Atreyu clearly has the wolves. Yep. And Eric has the polar bear, right? And Arcus. I would say Arcus is... And, uh... Yeah. And, uh, sorry, and... Wow, I can't talk. Perlanthar, I would say, has some smaller relationship because our, I guess our first, our first yeah, interaction left an impression. Yeah. So okay. I would say it's currently Rojo, Rojo and Oberyn don't have full relationships, but they like you. They're not like they're still like dog-like. Oh, I don't so. want them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we also have. All right. I have to write these as notes so I don't forget. Meaty and yeah, beefy. Get track of all of our pets. That we gained. Yeah. <laughs> our pets and our, our pack polar bear. Do you want to know? We're also all gonna, by the end of the night, by the end of the night, we're all gonna have our own pets. Come on. I, I spent, we should have took we should have took the hawk. I spent like three <laughs> three ish hours prepping earlier today, just reading through things and making different maps and doing all these just in Out case you went these ways. No, it was not part of my prep. If you kept animals. <laughs> yes. See, our our only mistake. That went very smoothly. Our only mistake was cutting the other polar bear free because right yeah. now we could have two polar bears. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> other polar bear was a bitch. Yeah, he's <laughs> he not joining. He's he not did, joining he our game. Us. He did abandon us. That's right. <laughs> All right. So you have settled up at Black Iron, um, and it is evening. It is towards. Uh, it's not nighttime fully yet but it's getting there um do you want to head back to the tavern you don't have to go to sleep yet or what do you want to do let's let's head back to the tavern see who's there okay perhaps we can perhaps we can find out some more information there about this murder that occurred yeah or find out where markham southwell is Uh, maybe he's there yeah that's that's right yeah yeah okay sure um so you, everybody, so the polar bear is taken to the stables. Um, the dogs are also stabled with the, we're just going to say the polar bear and the dogs become like adorable friends where they like cuddle up next to each other and sleep. Yes. Um, yes. So they're well taken I say care. bye. Bye, and beefy. I love you. And, <laughs> and they look at your face and then they run away. Um, and so they, they're comfortably kept at the stables, and anytime you're in Bryn Shander, your animals are going to be well kept at the stables. Um, that's been taken care of uh, in perpetuity. Um, so you get back, the sled is unloaded, you don't have to worry about any of that. You get back to the North Look Inn. Um, it is fairly busy, it is much more crowded, it is louder. Um, the lights are dim, it's very smoky in there, but it's very warm. And you step inside, you realize for the first time how bitterly cold, even with your gear on, it is outside. It is the first time you're also able to see really people's faces, see people's nice. bodies. 
because but previous it's just these huge heavy garments that you can't tell who is who. Um, now you're getting to see people kind of relaxed. They're joking with each other. They're talking. They're gossiping. Um, it's just above this din of speaking. You walk into um, and you smell food. You smell old ale um, and fire and smoke. Um, so you walk in. I tell the bartender, and I don't normally do this as my character, but I say, a round of beers for my whole group for our successful victory today. Okay. Um, the the bartender and the bar bartender points at the barmaid and does kind of a round and points at you guys. Um, are you finding a table? Are you trying to? Yeah. There, there are some seats. There, there's a kind of a family style seating that you could sit at, or there are some chairs near the fire that you can hang out at. Um, where do you want to go? I go sit next to the fire. Yeah, I choose fire. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't know what happened to Rojo because he's silent, but the party is... Oh, uh, oh I see. Um, he's with us. He's with us. Taking out meaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, is, it is beefy. It is pouring right now. We kind of, uh, I guess, like a couple of us sit down, a couple of us like lean against the fire or the awning next to the fire, just hanging out. Okay. Um, so you you do hear talk. You guys are kind of just able to relax. You your drinks are brought to you uh, by the barmaid, um, who gives you all a smile. Um, and you're I give her a gold piece. I give her. I say, uh, excuse me, I'd like a double. <laughs> she goes right away. I, g- I give her a tip. Okay. Whatever. Gave her the tip of something. <laughs> My D4. Yeah, it's quite the D4. I don't know if you've ever seen a D4 like mine before. It's not the size of the dice, it's how you use it. <laughs> Plus two piercing, am I right? So I'd like to know if there's anybody in the the tavern that raises our awareness, like uh, catches our attention. Um, so just looking around, you hear just different snippets of conversation. Um, nobody seems to be like, nobody's like conspiratorially talking like anything like that. But you hear anybody talk about like the murder today? Uh, you do hear several people, uh, talking about, uh, the murder. You hear key words from different conversations, like things about like cults. You hear the word cult a few times. You hear the word Chartelin. Um, you hear the word Duergar. Uh, several times at different tables. Um, you hear the word oral. A-U-R-I-L, not oral. Um, <laughs> Damn it. The Frost Maiden. The this. They're talking about the Frost Maiden. <laughs> Some people are talking about the lottery that you had heard about, that you saw on the town board. Um, but as you scan the room in the far corner, is the sheriff uh, is there, kind of seated by himself, kind of nodding to everybody as they walk by, um, but not really paying attention to anybody. So I'd like to uh, uh, go to the bar, uh, get a couple drinks, mm-hmm. a couple rums, and uh, bring one over to uh, Sheriff Markham Southwell and say, uh, uh, Sheriff, I've, I've, I've heard tales of your, uh, your exploits and uh, just wanted to bring you a drink. Um, he, he thanks you. He bids you to sit down with him. Um, he goes, so you are the new group that we've heard about in town. Yeah, we're the Crack Hat group. 
Oh, did you go so over I, as well? I, no, I don't know. No, I'm just... No, <laughs> so from across the room, you're just yelling that? <laughs> I, I would look at him and I yeah, would say... get our oh, name right. I, 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 have, I have been uh, um, uh, exercising some, some adventures with the group, but... Uh, but I, I am my own man. I'm, 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 I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, and, and he goes, well, nice to meet you, Olbert. And he goes, there's no, there's no shame about being part of an adventuring group. That's mostly who we get coming through these 10 towns up here. Um, not many travelers come up here just to, to live the life up here. It is pretty harsh. It's pretty brutal. So most new newcomers are here for, to group up for some reason or, or other. Um, and from what I've heard, Word spreads pretty fast. You're working with Fruna and uh, the Black Iron Blades. So it sounds like you did a service to our town. Um, so I would, uh, I would then look at him and say, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested um, as, as part of my personal quest um, in, in looking for treasure. And want to know what type of what type of treasures you've heard of in this in this particular region. So he looks at you kind of funny and just is like, I don't know. It's the old tales that everybody always tells that there's um, some kind of magic. The Chardolin is supposed to be a, a precious stone that people are always seeking out um, in the eastern hills beyond Kelvin's Carn. Uh, other people think that there is some kind of magical remnants uh, in the rugged uh, glacier, um, but they seem to be all old wives' tales. Anybody who kind of ventures out that way never returns to actually prove their point. Um, so then I would uh, I would say uh, I'm I'm interested in uh, also some of the goings on in the uh, in the town. Um, I, I hear that you've been having some problems with, uh, with, with murders. Uh, so you did hear about the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, ice knife murder as it's being called around here. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem to have a real motive to it. Uh, but this is not the first person who has been killed by an ice knife and, uh, the last meeting that we had of all the speakers uh, of all the ten towns, it doesn't seem like we're the only town afflicted by this. I'm, I'm coming over. I, I'm inter- I see them talking. I'm interested in this. Uh, and before I, while I was sitting at the fire, I, using one of my claws, had carved the triple C into the uh, into this into the chair, the wooden <laughs> chair, just so. Yeah. Correct guy crew was there. Okay. Uh, walk over to the bar, and I catch the end of that conversation, and I ask it. So what? So sheriff, what is an ice knife? Is what it, what a is a knife it? made of ice, or is it a some sort of uh, other material that's clear? No, it is. It is not creatively named. It is literally, but there has to be some magics to it. So that is what has most people perplexed around here. And considering this is the this is only the second time this has happened in this town, but that's still a lot to have a magical ice knife murder somebody in your town. Um, yeah, we're not sh- we're not sure where uh, it goes to. My suspicion my suspicion lies 
Um, I'm not going to... Mm, I shouldn't divulge this. My suspicion lies with a certain trading company who travels from town to town. They seem to have a weirdo that works for them. What uh, What's the name of this particular trading company, Sheriff? Oh, it's... Uh, I, I really shouldn't say. Well, I, I mean, like, I, I appreciate that, and I, I appreciate the idea of you... Uh, keeping these secrets and, and having these, uh, you know, you're in an investigation right now, but, uh, you know, as you've heard before, we can help. Um, and so any type of information we could possibly garner from you, um, would be helpful, um, for us being able to, to, to provide information to you. Uh, why don't you roll, uh, persuasion with advantage you're drinking and you're not like being rude about asking. I don't know if I even need to give you advantage on persuasion. Oh, maybe no, I did. I, I rolled a one, so, uh, but then I rolled a 22. Okay. Um, he, he tells you, he goes, there's, there's a, a company that comes, um, and I'm sure if the more you talk to Runa, she's going to tell you uh, there's a company called Torg, Torg Trading. Can we um, pause for a second before you go into more about Torg? Yeah. Is it Runa or Fruna? It's Fruna. H R U N A. Fruna. 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 Okay. Fruna. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and go with Torg. Uh, Torg Trading. Um, they come by each of the 10 towns. They resupply us with uh, a lot of stuff that you'll buy at these general stores and uh, outfitters. Um, they come by you know, once every one to two weeks, depending on the weather. Um, but they have like a real, I just, I, I just don't like the, one of the guys that comes by. I don't know his name, but every time I see him, I just get a bad feeling about him. What does he look like? He, what does he look like? Uh, he's a pretty tall, tall dude. <laughs> White guy. Uh, pretty white. Um, ah, granted, there's no real vicious. sun up here, so everybody's kind of pale. Um, I don't know, about average height. Um, he just looks, he just has like this gaze that looks like it's piercing through you and cutting through you. I don't know what else to say. And the only thing that is giving me any suspicion is that I'm a sheriff and I have kind of these hunches. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't have anything to go on. I have not seen him do anything untoward, illegal. I just get a bad vibe every time he's around. Um, are, are there any other things that are uh, uh, concerning you at this time in the town besides the ice knife murders or um, any other things that are uh, that seem out of place at this moment? He goes, not really. We're actually pretty... Uh, pretty well set up town where we, as you can tell, we're the largest, largest town uh, up here. Um, and with our walls, we're pretty, pretty safe. And we are the, uh, the haven for all of the towns. If something were to go really wrong, they can come and they can stay here. We have enough housing that we could maybe not comfortably fit everybody, but we could get everybody within these walls if we needed to. We're still trying to figure out this whole constant nighttime. It's been years, years, and the sacrifices we made have done nothing. He's starting to get a little more sloshy as he drinks your drink that you gave him. Um, 
what do you what are your opinions what do you think about uh devesa shane she is very very capable very capable but she's young and let's face it up here she's a lady nobody takes her seriously and she's facing a whole bunch of uh, not that I don't take her seriously, but some of the other smaller towns, they are run by corrupt drunks who do not want to listen to a woman tell them what to do in the most powerful town. But you didn't hear that from me. And then so, uh, he, kinda, he, sl- I, I, he spills his drink a little bit as he says that. Uh, it kind of interests me because I heard about the whole sacrifice thing. But I go over nice. And I, I by the way, him. I like to think that, like, slowly as he's talking, just the crowd is gathering around me. He doesn't <laughs> yep, notice. Yep. He's just like, oh, hey. I bring over another drink for him. I okay. bring over another one for him. Uh, and I just ask because I'm interested in it. I said, when, how did that all start, the sacrificing? Who told you? How did that start? Mm. So, good question. I, I wasn't here when that began. But we've just decided as a, a, an area in... You're going to hear from each place, they're giving up something different. We're giving up humans. We're sacrificing people to try to get rid of this horrible, horrible curse on the land. Some places, they're giving up their heat. They're going cold at night. Some places, they're giving up uh, food that they have to starve themselves for a while before they eat again. We, We can only feed so many people, so we thought it right and we think that's maybe what the frost maiden wants is a human sacrifice but we're going on two plus years of sacrifices and nothing has changed so we're not sure where to go from here so i guess i asked him so if it hasn't been working why continue because you feel like it might get worse yeah at this point it we're so settled in why think of any other belief system? Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over again in the hopes that something will change? Well, maybe my crew can change it. That we would be forever indebted if you could. Who who would we need to talk to um, to get more information about the sacrifices and about um, your needs as far as that's concerned? So the, the sacrifices come from, it, it's a lottery and metagaming. This is like, uh, think Hunger Games, that we legitimately put in names of all the town folk who are, uh, who are eligible, even little kids. We go kids to adults, doesn't matter. Your name gets pulled, you are sent naked out beyond the walls. Um, and you... If you make it, you make it, which nobody has at this point. And I have a feeling you saw that on the way into town when you mm-hmm. first arrived. Um, that, that is our hope, that we can appease her with just the blood sacrifice. So could we potentially volunteer ourselves to be able to go beyond the walls? I mean, we, we would not go without our weapons, but... Um... Is, is that a possibility to, to prevent other people from having to, to sacrifice themselves? So uh, the, the lottery system, and he tells you, like, some people try to get out of the lottery system with money. They try to buy themselves out of the lottery system. 
So we try to keep it fair. We pull names. You have to go. We dress you down, stark naked, and you have to go beyond the walls. And in this cold, in this environment, and what is out beyond these walls, that there's no hope for you. We also don't take take tributes. To keep it fair, we do lottery system. When um, when someone gets chosen uh, in the lottery, uh, when do they get sent out? Um, about once a month. Once a month, we will choose somebody. Sometimes, if uh, and I will say this is what a lot of the towns do for political reasons to buy curry favor. Um, if the town is feeling more desperate, we will sacrifice people more often to kind of raise, it has a weird effect where it raises morale because the people of the town feel like we're doing something to possibly appease the Frost Maiden, even though we're sentencing somebody to their death. So, um, so I, I would say, I would say really quickly to him that that sounds pretty monstrous. He, just like I did, long silence and kind of looks away from you and kind of looks somewhat broken, is not sure, he's not sure what to do. They're not sure what to do at this point. So uh, I would say I, I would, I mean, per, perhaps persuasion, but I would, I would look at him and say, perhaps you need to try a different way You've got a, a capable band of adventurers here. Maybe yourself and uh, leader Shane need to, to come together and, uh, and discuss with us how we can best address this problem. Because clearly the way you're doing it, not working. Yeah, maybe put a pause on the lottery system and let us try to help your city. Hmm. Um, he looks this over gravely and like he's actually thinking about it because he is. Um, and he says, I can bring this up with Duvesa, uh, the speaker, um, but we will see. I don't know if we can change it. It is, it is potentially worth a shot because at this point we're just giving up people. Mm-hmm. Innocent people, one might say. Mm. And he as kind far of, as you know. He shakes his head, drains his drink, and is like, I bid you goodnight, but we will be in touch. Mm. Thank you for the information. Um, hopefully our, our friend here didn't... Uh, <clears throat> Didn't 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 talk to you uh, talk to your ear off. Although he is quite charming. No, I've just had a long day trying to solve murders. So, well, it sounds like you need to rest then, as we probably all do after uh, a trek out out and back to uh, goblin infested uh, tundra. Okay. Um, Damn those damn those damn yetis. <laughs> the sheriff stands up yeah, and yells, about those guys. and yells, have a good night, Scram Sacks. 
Walks out. He's pointing at the bartender, by the way. Scram sex. Yeah. Scram sex. Yeah, you guys never asked for his name, so that's how I'm giving you his name. <laughs> I mean, you should know him at some point. Yeah, I should have asked him in the morning when I was talking to him. It was like one of those like almost real life moments where you're like, it's gone on so long. I don't know how to m- make you guys introduce each other. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was a lot of exposition. <laughs> also not something I planned for tonight. All of it straight off the dome. But uh, <laughs> that's usually what happens. Yeah. No, this is this is good. Really good. Uh, I assume we're kind of calling it for tonight. Josh left. Rojo left. Uh, I think we had a pretty full night. Yeah. I think it went well. I feel good about what I did. I died again, so yeah. that's fun. No, you didn't die. You just got knocked unconscious. That's fine. Not knocked